Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hafei? Oh, what's new, J-Dog? Oh, El Jefe. Welcome into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That is Dubs. This is the Hideout, and if you're going to come in, you got to pick up a phone. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Also, if you choose, you may use a little thing called the Internet. Uh, Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. And the website is realradio.fm. The star of that website is one man who is bringing me my prize sheets right now, and that uh, that man is Chunks. Um, realradio.fm. There are pictures of the Chunks ambush. There are pictures of Chunks at gay days. Um, yeah, well, not not flattering pictures of him. Um, it's odd. There's so many pictures of him on that website. Not one, I would say. Uh, nothing that, he could use for a headshot. That I would be proud of. No. If he would have, could you imagine if he did a headshot? And that's the other thing. They, no. want, they, want, us to, they want us to get promo pictures, and we're like, no. We'll just go out and send pictures of chunks. Yeah, we'll get pictures of chunks and different wearing. How about this? How about for our promo pictures? It's chunks in like different outfits that like we use that and we, stuff that we usually wear. I was thinking, as opposed to a teddy. Like Chunks in a Lions uh, jersey, and that's J-Dubs. Chunks in a Mavericks jersey, and that's me. And it's just all pictures of Chunks. Imagine if there were multiple Chunks in this world. I I guarantee there's someone out there who is exactly like Chunks. Like to a T. That poor douche. Bye? Yeah, definitely bye. Yeah, right down to the, uh, you know. To the sexuality, to the gene that determines homosexuality? All of it. Good. All of its chunks and all of it's just disgusting. By the, the way, shirt off. I uh, I just got an email concerning um, the person who runs our talk and roll controls chunks. It's about a new website um, that involves chunks. There's a new website out there. It's actually I will give it out in a second. I want to be able to look at it first. <laughs> Have you seen it? Have you heard about this? No. No, you no, haven't. No, I haven't. Because I just got it literally 15 minutes ago, and Dubs was copied in on it. Oh, I haven't. I didn't even look at my email before. You haven't had a chance there. yet, so we'll uh, get to that. Nice. Tom, Tommy Bateman is our producer. Uh, interns one and two, also known as Intern Putin and Intern Hooch, will be handling the phone Hooch. calls. Hooch. 1041 star one zero four one on your single wireless phones. A lot to get to this evening, Jay Dubs. Let's start with the hideout seven. Seven questions we want to get answered. Before 11 o'clock tonight. Uh, first one, probably the most important. Um, what would you like to see a dwarf fight? If you had to come down to it, if you had to pick an animal in the oh. entire world, 
I was thinking like Macho Man or something. I'd like to see a dwarf fight the Macho Man. Oh, they had uh, they had the mini Macho Men running around when uh, for a little bit of the WWF Dark Days. Dark Days? What's that? When, when it was really bad, when it was really hokey. Is that They had now? a couple uh, mini kings, I think. Oh, Macho really? kings. So um, we'll get into that. Which imbeciles made the top 100 greatest Americans nominee list? There are a few that I would like to uh, argue with. Because I have a few suggestions as well, J-Dubs. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, what's said in the missing Star Wars collectible press release? I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a guy who's been uh, collecting Star Wars stuff for a little over 10 years. Wow. Had thousands and thousands of dollars worth, and it's missing. We have the exclusive press release. Oh, so he uh, he put a reward out and a press release and everything to try to find his Star Wars figurines? Yes, and so we will have that press release for you uh, this evening. Here's one. Is J-Dubs becoming a man? Uh, he has taken a step today, possibly, to adulthood at the young age of 24? Yeah, 24 right now. Congratulations on becoming a man. I got my first hair. <laughs> You're on the verge of leaving adolescence. It's a little bit longer than the rest of the stuff down there. It's kind of odd. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> but now, I, I, I'm just hoping that another one comes in. I'll keep you guys uh, posted on how many pop out. Can we have pictures, please, for RealRadio.fm? Sure. I can only imagine. I can see you sitting there posing. Dubs prepubescent. That's dot, what we'll call it. Dot .fm. Hot. Um, what was the fallout of intern Hooch's revelation from last night? Um, we have to talk about that. Look, it became a soap opera last night during what the nine o'clock hour. Yeah, uh, we talked about our female our female intern made a revelation about her sexuality, and uh, some people in her family were none too happy about it, and uh, she had to go home to that last night. So, so we're gonna find out what happened last night. We're gonna find out how her life is right now. And <laughs> it doesn't look good, judging by the look on her face. It doesn't seem like it's gonna work out all that well. Um, what movies inspire President Bush? Ward is there's a particular genre. The color purple. I, I think that's his uh, one I, of his favorites. Roots. Okay, <laughs> come on. Well, he he just has such I, w- such values. <laughs> we will uh, we will get to those at some point. Slap happy. Stop it. You don't know that. You have no idea. Oh, I know the type. Those are allegations. <laughs> the type just like you. Whatever. And then finally, why is it so hot in here? That should be the seventh question. It's um, it's nice and cool in here. It is actually. It's cool. even hot in the control room. Is it? It's a bit warm. In this studio, it's fine actually. I'm. I hope you all die. A little chilly actually. Burn in hell like me. Oh. <laughs> and then finally, what else should we be afraid of if authorities say school lunches are vulnerable to terrorist attacks? Because J Dubs apparently, um, they are now saying authorities that school lunches could be targets for terrorism yeah they say they're very vulnerable um possibly by tainting and poisoning food so sold to school children um the tala bullies yeah. i guess is what it is now here's the watch thing. out for those tala bullies here's the thing j-dubs mm-hmm. terrorism is a serious thing in this country however what is more what is in crazier out of control um silliness that's going on right now is the way that we're just afraid of everything. Are you telling me that I'm now supposed to be afraid of my pizza and corn when I go to school? Yes, you should, but luckily for me, when I went to school, I wouldn't have to be afraid at all because I was on reduced lunch. I would just get that peanut butter sandwich and an apple. But I'm thinking, I was happy. But I'm thinking this is what they're talking about. 
these school lunches, they say, authorities or officials, these mysterious authorities yeah. and officials that I, say. They never really say who the authorities are, the officials are, but they always uh, allow these things to kind of make headline news. And it, they're, they're just saying that uh, terrorists might be picking on kids. So why are we always so afraid now? So what are we supposed to fear now? That maybe terrorists are going to be giving wedgies? Well, if they're going to, you know, take school lunch away from kids, yeah, I'd say a wedgie or maybe even a swirly would be something they are afraid of. Uh, is this going to be the new uh, headline on Fox News that terrorists could be humiliating kids in the shower room <laughs> and pointing and laughing and saying, "Ha ha, little Mexican, everything on you is little." Sorry, mm. <laughs> that was. Uh... Or maybe you can uh, identify with this. Maybe they'll be, uh, you know, during lunch hour poking fat kids in the stomach. All right, that wasn't funny. That wasn't funny when a little kid... Come on, giggle, Pillsbury. When you're just sitting there, and you're wearing a white shirt, and you're trying to enjoy your Twinkie and your Sprite, having uh, random athletes come up and point you in the side of your belly. And call you Stay Puff? And saying, hey, uh, do that funny little giggle that that thing does on TV. And what is that? What is I don't that? hear people anything. laughing at you. It's the Taliban laughing at you. I don't hear anything at all. Those are the voices in my heads. Doesn't one sound like Fez in the background? Possibly. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, are the terrorists next going to, you know, after they uh, taint all the school lunches and scare everybody, are they going to go there and give all the kids pink bellies? Look, here's what I don't understand, is why we're supposed to be afraid of school lunches. Why we're so afraid, and I'm going to give up rights, and I'm going to be afraid. Oh, no, maybe the terrorists could be snapping girls' bras now at schools. Now, that'd just be silly. I don't even think they believe in bras. I actually still do that. You'll find me walking around the Clare Channel compound. Just snapping a bra. That was so hot when you were a kid, too. Hello, Catherine. <laughs> and then she turns around and punches me and says, you have the night off and the rest of the week. Do you think these towel bullies are going to you know, give kids noogies? Look, terrorism is a serious matter. I'm Cover just, that hair up. Noogie, noogie, noogie. I'm just sick of us supposed to, we're supposed to be afraid of everything now. We're afraid of school lunches. Those little taquitos, those, those wonderful little taquitos oh. that you got when you were growing up. Or the corn dog. Or the all famous pigs in a blanket. Oh, there's another Oh, that, that has to be the uh, main focus of the terrorists if they go after uh, school lunches, the pigs in the blanket. Look, all I'm saying is I'm sick of being scared to the point where now children could be afraid of wet willies at school from terrorists. Well, I. Or gum in girls' hair. Well, you know, they don't, they don't believe that they should be educated. So, you know, put gum in their hair so they have to stay home a few days and cut it out. I would get kicked out of school for that. Maybe the, maybe the terrorists are going to go around wiping their boogers on kids. Cootie. Cooties. Look, here's the point. Stop being so afraid. Stop announcing with these sources that school lunches could be in danger. I guess potentially everything could be yes, in danger. Yes, anything you do, like it, you know, uh, a bottle of water, you know, they could paint that. Everything is possible. You just got to understand that. And once you come to grips with that, but stop selling out my rights for this fake protection, because everything's up in the air. Stop you know what, it already. You know what they would? Uh, Let me eat my dry baked potato at lunch uh, in peace. You know, they, if they did go after something, the smartest thing to go for hmm. the melted cheese. They put that on everything. They put that on the nachos, they put it on the potatoes, taquitos. the taquitos, everything. You know my favorite part of the melted cheese at school? What? 
the little crusty part around the edges. You see, I, I liked uh, the melty uh, cheese. I didn't like the nachos that much, but when I was done with the nachos, I took a roll and uh, sopped up all the cheese with it and ate that. Man, I also remember chicken fried mm. steak day when we were growing up. I refused to be in fear of school lunches. How about this? Do you think they'd allow it if we could just show up for a school lunch? You know what? I did that before. Uh, when I was uh, working over at the New Rock Station in Lansing, I had to go speak to a bunch of kids on career day to tell them about the radio business, and I just stuck around for school lunch. Oh, I did that too, actually, and I think I went to Lanesburg. Uh, when we were in mid-Michigan, I went to Lanesburg. I went to Holt. And I had a school lunch. No. Hazlitt. I want to go. Who cares? Who cares? What are we going to do? <laughs> give now mid-Michigan geography? Well, I'm just trying to remember where I went. All right, hold on a Guffman wanted me to go. Stop already. Uh, look at this. One of our old buddies, Quasi, yeah. who we did radio with in Michigan, is on the phone right now. He says he had sex with a listener, and it has come back to haunt him. Nice. Yeah, we're just talking about Lansing. This is a co-worker from there. This is a guy we used to work with. You know, somebody sent me an audio clip of uh, you, uh, involving you, about you sleeping with uh, a listener, and their father got mad about that. What? I forbid you to see that taco again! He's Uh, soft! Oh, come on! (laughs) Come on! What is that? That's awful! The dad did get mad. That was terrible. Came in the studio and yelled right at you. I forbid you to see that taco again! He's soft! There's nothing soft about me. And who pulled that clip? I don't know. I don't know where it's from. All right, do we want to talk to Quasi now or we want to take a break and come Let's back? Let's talk to him now. You want? We Let's got... talk to him now. <laughs> I want to talk to him now. Please. I say we hold on. I want to take bets. All right, I say he has an STD. Yeah. Do you think it's STD or baby? I don't think it's baby either. I think uh, I think it was abortion. I think uh, you know, it was a baby, but it got aborted, and now she wants like the 50 bucks or something. All right, Quat. Or, like, you know, just for old times, drive her around the block a few times. All right, Quasi, don't say what it is now. Hold on, okay? All right, will do. All right, hold on. What, did you hear that gravy in his voice still? <laughs> all right, all right. All right, hold on, dude. <laughs> Take a break and we'll come back. I think it's an STD. If it's an STD, we should bet on which one it is. Oh, yeah. Clap. I think he's got the herp. He should have done it in the pool because, according to your other friends, you can't catch anything that way. Yeah, I had a buddy. Corrine. I had a buddy of mine. We went to uh, we went to Cancun. And we went to uh, you know I'll, t- I'll tell the hold on a second. I'll tell I'll tell I'll tell the story when we get back. It's the Hideout Roll Radio Auto Four Point One. Yeah, yeah. We're friends, Chunks. He took it like a man. So did I. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, a lot to get to tonight, but I guess listening on RealRadio.fm, one of our uh, ex-co-workers from Michigan. Um, all right, let's talk to him. He's called in before. Quasi. Well, quasi, you're in the Hideout on Real Radio. What's hey, up? Hey, boys, how's it going down there in sunny Florida? It's, uh, it's cloudy, actually, and raining. Thank you for rubbing it in. Um, well, it's sunny up here. What? A, great. Uh, what's going on? So you had a story real fast you wanted to relate? Well, yeah. Well, first of all, it doesn't involve a pregnancy, and it doesn't involve STDs, even though I have gotten an STD in the past from a listener. <laughs> Congratulations. But, okay, well, who says listeners will always walk away with prizes, huh? <laughs> yeah, everyone gets yeah. something. Well, I'm going to jog your memory. About three and a half years ago, 
you and I were doing the night show together. I was doing it for free because I believe so much in your talent. Yeah, it's true. But uh, remember, you used to hook me up with other stuff. We had a listener come in and get tickets, and I had said earlier in the night that I would have sex with anything just because I'm a whore like that, and this girl was a little on the chunky side. Was this so the one in the office? In the, yes. She walked into the studio not knowing us for more than 20 seconds. You look in her eyes and go, you want to do quasi right now? She looks in my eyes and says, let's go do it. So I did it on the boss's desk. Pretty cool thing three and a half years ago. Uh, now, here's the thing. Hold on a second. All right, let me let me tell the story a little bit, too. Let me relate this. So we're right. in the studio, like he says, giving away tickets. Girl wants some. She also says that she'd be willing to have sex with Quasi. Now, girls say this when you're in rock radio or any kind of radio. Yeah, they, they say a lot of stuff they just say, to get tickets. They say it all the time, and so rarely does it come true. So this girl comes up to the studio, shows up, and... She was, yeah, she had no idea. She was, I would say, a little plump and a redhead. I remember the fact that she's a redhead, okay? Now, we can't we can't get too graphic. I wish you had called later on in the night. Um, but you take her into the boss's office and have your way with her. Yeah. Uh, the whole, let's just say, who was it Lindbergh that went around the world? Who yeah. went around the world? Let's just say that Quasi ends up going around the world uh, in the boss's office. The thing that stood out to me when I when I happened to walk into that office post relations was the god awful smell. Almost thick. It was a smell of a porta potty I say, on a construction site uh, on a hundred two degree day. I say I, if you uh, if you put a dehumidifier in there, you would have had something like a dirty toilet where the dehumidifier was draining to. It was just disgusting. And Quasi, you were uh, proud and sweating and on the verge of a heart attack, I remember the entire time, because you're like six, six, five, three hundred some odd pounds. So Yeah, it's pretty big at the time. <laughs> uh, and now. So what ends up <laughs> what ends up happening, uh, you you say it comes back to haunt you and how? Well, I'm not currently working in radio, so to pay the bills, I've had to get another job, which I just started last week. Well, my boss's birthday was today, and his daughter came in to say hello, happy birthday. And who walks through the door but the girl I railed on Mr. Olson's desk uh, three and a half years ago. So now I have this new job that I need to pay my rent and the rest of my bills, but the person who walks through the door is the daddy's daughter. I mean, this is the kind of guy that treats her like a princess. And I'm looking at her and looking at him, and she knows who I am, and I know who oh, she so is. Oh, so she did remember you. Oh, she, like, it was kind of, a, it was a like a horror movie. The minute she walked through the door, there was happiness, and then she kind of saw me, and then she realized I had just started working there and who I was. And so now I don't know, because I really need the job, but I'm afraid she may tell her dad no, she ain't who telling I am dad. and what I did. So do I come clean to my boss? No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> she ain't telling your dad, and, uh, you know. You don't, trust me, first of all, looking at you, here's, this is what I've always imagined with Quasi. I've always thought this. Add another 250 pounds to Ashton Kutcher, and you have Quasi. Okay, first of all. But yeah. secondly, she's not going to be running around saying, hey, look who I banged. All right? Yeah, but she had sex with me in a radio station after 30 seconds. She doesn't have a lot of morals. Yeah, but I don't think she's going to go telling, especially Pops. Yeah, Pops that thinks she's a princess. I just have fears, brother, that I'm just going to walk in one day what and job are you, be like... What job are you doing now? What are you doing now? I'm a, I'm a graphic designer for uh, advertising company. Uh, oh, wow, so you got a pretty good gig then. So why don't you just draw a picture of her... <laughs> on a desk. Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. Or a big open, open like a Thanksgiving little, turkey. Do a little picture of the world and me and like a little airplane going around it. <laughs> yeah, a little picture of a back door, possibly. <laughs> There's a back door like to the world. Yeah, a back door. The first word is your daughter. The second word is oh, around the world. All right, or like a like on the picture of the back door, just have her daughter's name uh, on it, like a nameplate or something. Look, here's the thing: if I were you, I would genuinely not worry that she's going to tell daddy because she would, does not want that getting out. I, and well, even if she says she just had sex with you or something, he gets pissed off about that. Then you just go into every graphic detail with them on your way out. That, yeah, that, it's at that point that you lay down, oh, yeah, well, she didn't know. She was going to do it for concert tickets. She did it after 30 seconds, and I did it on the boss's desk, and I did everything possible. And she stinks. <laughs> Take well, your what job. About this? What about what if she threatens me? Maybe I was really good in, in, in the, you know. Oh, and you become her sex slave? And she, and she kind of, like, blackmails me and says, if you don't start, you know, showing up my house at midnight and giving me services, because she's, she's fugly now. Really? She was then. Yeah, she was. It wasn't like she was some prize back then, six years hey, ago. Whatever. But did you, did you like, tell her if, if you, you don't come to my house at midnight and give me the, you know, the good deep hard one, then I'm right. going to go to my dad and tell him everything and get you fired, and I know you need the job. Well, then you go to her dad and tell her, tell him that uh, she wipes forward. All right, come on, behave the two of you. That stank. Get the two, get the two of you. Get the the two of you need to behave. So, so what you're saying is, if she comes out, all right, hold on a second. <laughs> Just hold on. <laughs> Uh, all right, here's what I need. More dump? Qu- yeah, Quasi, where do you work? Oh, hold on a second, hold on. I don't want him to get out. Hey, you pick up the phone, ask him where he works. Get a name of the company. You want to see a picture? Try to go online? I want to get online, see if they got a website or something. <laughs> email the dad? I think email or call. Oh, we can't do that to him. We pretty much got the kid out of radio. <laughs> now we're going to get him out of graphic design. Is there a way? You getting that number two? Number hooch? Yeah, she's on it. Nice. Douche chill. <laughs> yeah, that actually came from uh, our buddy, Brian the Giant. He goes, the hideout needs to call her dad and let him know what his daughter's been up to. Is he back? Wait, don't tell her. Douche hey. chill. Hey. We, won't, we won't tell him, though, who did it. Yeah, we'll just say one of your employees has had sex with your daughter. Come on, there's only three of us that work there, and I'm the new one. And he knows I'm the only one with a radio background. One of the ones who's really, really fat. I'm now really screwed, then. <laughs> you are. I work with, I, the three other guys I work with are little computer geeks. I could crush them all. I am the overlord. Wow. All right, yeah, um, you're just overweight. You're not <laughs> overlord. You're just overweight. Hold on a second. Paul wants At to give... I'm not Mexican. Hold on a second. <laughs> Uh, Paul, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Paul, oh, hold on. You got to bring up the other bank, the other side, Chunks. Paul, you there? Paul, yeah. Go ahead. You want some advice? Give some advice to Quasi. Yeah, Quasi. Uh, most girls are like that, and they ain't telling anybody. Trust me. So, so he shouldn't have anything to worry about then. No, definitely not. No. See, Quasi, you're all right, man. Don't worry about it. Okay. I just, I get worried. I need the job. I got a, I got a lifestyle I'm used to living. I need my cash. Yeah, and please. I couldn't, I couldn't be homeless. All right, let I'll me tell you about this guy's lifestyle. Hold on a second, Quasi. I'll tell you about this guy's lifestyle. If you ever came into the studio after one of his shifts, some, like, some rapper from every imaginable <laughs> restaurant would be in there. 
<laughs> so like you'd have a little bit from Burger King, a little bit from McDonald's, a little bit from Taco Bell, and, all spread out and, across. And the... it would all be inside a pizza box. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have like three three liters of Mountain Dew. <laughs> he was the biggest, fattest, uh, gorging son of a bitch. And he did get laid constantly, but with piglets like this. I'm glad to see your whoringness is coming around to haunt you. Yeah, well, the STDs I'm not scared of because I can get a shot for that, but this kind of, you know, fears me. All right. Well, Quasi, hey, brother, I'm uh, thank you for calling and sharing. That's actually, I want you to update us, all right? All right. If I accidentally have sex with her again, I do have a camera phone now, so I'll send you some stuff. <laughs> Please. That's don't. the last thing I want to do. I don't think that camera phone comes with a wide lens. If you send it to me, I'm sure my camera would smell. <laughs> <laughs> see you, man. I loved that kid. He was actually a lot of fun. He, he would was, do anything. Yeah, he was down for whatever. He would hang out when Dubs abandoned me. How dare you? In the edge zone back in Michigan. You stole my job. I really did. That sucked, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Dubs was supposed to get the night job at the edge, and I ended up getting it over him. And uh, I don't think I was ever supposed to get it. And, uh, he, and he had to train me. Yeah. I, I actually trained my replacements three or four times there. It was ridiculous. Why'd they tell you you couldn't work in radio? I guess I don't have the radio voice, as they say in the business. Whatever that means. I got an email today from some chick that says uh, it's very sexy and manly. What, your voice? Yes. You sound like you're stroking out every time. (laughs) I'm close. With my blood flow right now from all the smoking, I'm so close. Between the smoking and the Red Bulls. Yeah. Your veins like that. Karen, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey. Was... You know, I got to tell you, being Daddy's little princess myself, mm-hmm. I can guarantee you that there's no way I would have told Daddy. However, if he was or did have any talent, mm-hmm. there might be a way that I'd be going back to him and telling him that I might tell Daddy. All right. And a spe- and he- God damn, that's <laughs> Thank you, Karen. That laugh is, I'm gonna, that laugh's gonna haunt me in my nightmares. It's a cancer rattle. <laughs> Dude! Uh, here's the thing though, and I appreciate the phone call, Karen. If she is more, if she's no longer a piglet, but a full-fledged hog at this point, which by the way, she was then. Um, yeah, she's completely gonna be like, uh, yeah, you need to throw it to me. Otherwise, yeah. daddy's gonna find out, and you're gonna. And she was, she was slutty enough that she didn't care. You're gonna lose your $7 an hour job. <laughs> Quiet, Quasi. Oh. All right, let's take a break. Yeah, it's the tomb. That's what it sounded like in the, in the boss's office. I mean, it smelled like that pen that would probably be with that going on. Smelled, smelled better things at the zoo. We'll yeah. take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Real Radio is pretending to heal the shame that binds you. Real Radio 104.1. Right now, there are over 6 million unwanted dogs and cats in the United States. Most wind up in overcrowded pounds, where they spend their days in steel cages. If they're not claimed in a matter of days, many are destroyed, all because people don't have their pets spayed or neutered. There's an affordable spay and neuter program for dogs and cats. Call 800-321-PETS, 800-321-PETS, or visit friendsofanimals.org. A message from Friends of Animals. If you have a young daughter, you better listen to this. 
By age 12, an alarming number of girls begin to lose interest in math and science, which means your daughter may already be disqualifying herself from most future jobs. There are a lot of ways you can change that. Participate with your daughter in math and science projects at home. Show her how math and science are a part of everyday tasks. For specific ideas, go to girlsgotech.org. It's her future. Do the math. Rio Radio 104.1. All right, J-Dub, still a lot to get to this evening uh, in the hideout as we went over the hideout. Seven more questions yet to be answered. A rock star is supposed to be joining us at some point tonight. And a ton of prizes really? to give away, uh, including the $40 gift certificate to Adobe Gillis. Uh, we have the $25 gift card to Tropical Smoothie and a pair of tickets to the CNS Pro Bulls Incorporated Professional Bull Riding event coming up the 11th at the TD Waterhouse Center. For more information, visit www.orlandobullriders.com. While you're on the Internet, I did get an email at El Jefe, E-L-J-E-F-E, uh, at WTKS.com from PC and DC about a brand new website, and I think you should go visit this one. It's um it's fun like tubgirl.com over eighteen please lemonparty.org. But this one this one anybody can go to. This one is an all ages website. Uh chunksdances.com. Chunksdances.com. Um hold on a second. Let me make sure that that's it. No, it's just Chunks Dance. Not- okay, chunksdance.com. C H U N K S D A N C E.com. Go to chunksdance.com. You'll have a blast with the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's Hefe and Dubs on a uh, Tuesday evening. Now, Hefe, you left after uh, our little break there, and uh, did you go to the bathroom? Yes. How did y'all go? Did it all work fine in there? Yeah, fine. Uh, well, your cousin's in town this week, and uh, I got a little information from her that when you were living over at uh, her place uh, with her parents and everything, you weren't that good at aiming, so so her mom had to put a little star in the back of the toilet for you to point towards. What? First of all, first of all, a little target there for you. Um, I guess we're going to call you Peanut, Peanut Damn You, uh, for sharing. <laughs> Secondly, I had no recollection of that until like now. I'm going myself. Stop already. Really? Yes. I had no recollection of that. <laughs> but now you remember it. No. Now you remember the little blue star in the I, back of the I don't toilet. Th- I don't think it's true. You're a star in our eyes. Yeah. Maybe maybe you were always shooting to be a star <laughs> since you were a kid, and now you know that's what, that's what drives you. <laughs> Hmm. I guess you're going to need somewhere else to stay, aren't you? She can stay at our house. No, she can't. She can't stay with you, too. Now, I also heard it's going to be uh, her birthday this weekend. Yes, yeah, Sunday. And I made, I'll be happy to strip for her. And I made sure to ask her how old she was, just to make sure that I shouldn't feel dirty for looking down her shirt all night. Come on! It's my cousin! Yeah, yeah! Put a, put, get a sweater for her, please. <laughs> no. Why? I can still see her ass. You <laughs> Damn, you guys. It's nice. I can't help it. All right. Come on. She's like a sister. She genuinely... Hot. Not no, to me. No. I mean, we have, like, the exact same genetic makeup. Her, That's so hot. Her dad, uh, her dad's brother, which is my or my dad's brother. How does this work? Our dads are brothers. Yeah, our, dad, yeah, our dads are brothers and moms are sisters. What? <laughs> what is this? 
Stop. Your dads are brothers, and your moms are sisters. So, like, you, the family just kind of yes came together. Yes, it was um my my dads. Yeah, they're brothers uh, from Dallas, and they married uh, I guess our moms who were sisters from Midland, Texas. And so yeah, it's real weird. And it goes a step further. And I don't really want to talk about it, but everyone has the same last name. Ironically. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't like to divulge too much family information. So both brothers and both sisters had the same last names as each other. Yes. Yes. So we have the exact same genetic makeup. It's a little weird, but you could see the similarities, I think, a little bit. Yeah. You know, she easily could be my sister. And I that is why I am begging of you animals to leave her alone. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything to her unless she asks. No, you're not going to do anything if she especially if she asks. Why? You say no. Hey, why? I won't touch her. I'll just lay back and let whatever right. happens. <laughs> Damn, you guys. <laughs> Everyone stay away from her. Everyone. Even the... Uh, you need a massage? No, she doesn't. Yes, I Your do. neck looks a little stiff. She's fine. It is. I'm a little stiff, too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Where the hell the bl- so blue star thing come from? Some family... You, street- you know. You remember. It was a brown star, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're always pointing at the brown star. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Well, that reveals a lot. Of her. I feel like I'm going to go on myself. All right, already. You don't... remember, there was a stool and everything. <laughs> okay, so... a, a little stepping stool. Okay. <laughs> God. Shock jock over there runs in the family. Wow. <laughs> you had to even name that. That's odd. You know what's funny, though? Is even now I have horrible aim. Really? Mm-hmm. In fact, I really got to clean my bathroom at some point right now because I walk in there and it reminds me of uh, walking into a bathroom at a... I don't know, baseball like park. A Cubs game or something? Yeah. Well, if you want to stop by Walmart on the way home. Will you clean? I can get you a star. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's turn her mic off. I don't think there's any reason for a peanut over there. Buttons jammed. Stop it already. It is. All right, let's take a break. I'm really... <laughs> I know so much else I wanted to talk about. I found that interesting. What? I never, like, I've never heard of someone actually needing a target. It's funny the family ties you all have. All right, together. be on that. That's fine. That's great. <laughs> and I hate my family. Why? And I, I like your cousin. Well, she's cool. She's like the only one I feel like I can relate to. Me too. Mm, no. Yeah. Nobody here relates to anything. I could relate to her and on her. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? I don't even know what that means. Me neither, but it's funny. No, it's not. It's family. I think someone needs to uh, walk home. No. All right? I'll take you home during the commercial break. Oh, no, I'll take her home. Don't worry. No. Uh, you, don't worry. You, it's important that you stay here. Hey, I have keys to your house anyway, so I can let her in. Yeah, in fact, I'm going to need those keys. I think they're at home. God damn you guys. I can drop... We can swing by my house, and then I can give her the keys on the way to your house. Did you get the webcam set up? Yeah. Nice. Is it chunkstance.com? No. Mm-mm. It's peanutdancenaked.com. <laughs> By the way, everybody's pissed now. Why? Tom and Jinx. At chunkstance.com was sick. I lost my lunch. Thanks a lot. This may be worse than tubgirl.com. Matt Albert said he can't eat his steakums now. <laughs> steakums? <laughs> what an ass. David, you're in the hideout on Will Radio. Hello? Yeah, what do you got? What's up, David? Okay. 
Okay, yeah, I was just saying I'm on the same boat. I know exactly what you're talking about as far as brothers marrying sisters. <laughs> All right, that scares Shocker. <laughs> no, but my family doesn't sound like that. Dads marrying each other? Yeah. Yeah, well, my mom and dad married each other, and then a year later at a family reunion, my father's uncle, or great uncle, ended up asking out my mom's sister, and within six months they got married you know, and had 13 children. Damn. Wow. Like, now, here's what's funny is that it was something like that. Like, I believe that our parent or my parents met at the the, the wedding of your parents, Peanut. I at think. Waco? No, it wasn't Waco. It was Lubbock. Is that where they met, or did they meet in college? Yeah. Everybody went to Texas Tech. She's actually a student at Texas Tech right now. That money... That 13th place, grade. That, yeah, that place has drained so much money from uh, the Hefe family, it's insane. Spex Howard is a more Shut valuable up. That's asset. Your, that's your broadcasting school. Awesome. Okay, I just got this from Erica, the promotions goddess. I think that Chunk's uh, site is so hot. Just kidding. What a gay loser. <laughs> it's a hit though Chunks, I'm a dirty slut Chunkstance.com And you know what I was even telling you too You need a website to uh, to rival JimmyD.FM And I think you found it So from now on No, nothing can rival that From now on, I want you to start a little radio website war Between JimmyD.FM and Chunkstance.com You got it my glasses will be on the front page. <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hi, Will. Hey, Peanut. Hi, Will. I'm the only single one with a car, so... What are you talking about? That's that's true. Chunks uh, is single but doesn't have a car. I just got a car. I'm single. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <sighs> Hate you guys. Um, my um, my cousin is here. My female cousin, 21 years old. From Look, Texas she's not Tech. your girl. It's not like we're moving in on her. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know what that that family they got. You know, with all this crazy mothers and marrying sisters and stuff. I don't know what's going on over there. The families couldn't be any more different. She could tell me uh, Actually, tonight. we're all staying on one sleigh bed. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> you're not. Question, where is she sleeping? Uh, In what was the Chunks room? On what? I still need that room. The air mattress. That why don't, why air don't... mattress is crap. It'll break her neck. She's fine. Look, I know how, you never care about anyone, and now Give all her... of a sudden you're worried about her well-being. I Give worry her about the sleigh bed. And you take the couch. Tom, you just got a new bed, right? Yes, I did. Oh, it's yeah. one of those uh, Tempur-Pedic where I can jump on one side and the other person won't feel it. Really? You'll love it's it. true. No, she won't. She I won't. got these nice sheets. They're like 310 count. Nice. Nice. I don't even know what that means. It means most people use 180 count. I use 310. Congratulations. And it's you'll be soft. using it all alone. So stop. She's not coming <laughs> over. Okay? I think she might want to play with my dog. Ugh. Which one? <laughs> stop already. And Roxy. <laughs> By the way, speaking of giving rides, um, Dubs, yeah. you're growing up a little bit, eh? Well, today I uh, was uh, driving my girlfriend to work, and my car, you can just tell after you've been driving a car for four years, like when it doesn't feel right, and I can tell she's on her last leg. So uh, I went back home, tried to take a nap, and this it was just on my mind so much that I got back in my car and drove 
straight over to Thurston's. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What happened? I, I went in there. I just started talking to the guys. You know how uh, you've bought a car before. You've gone to car dealerships. When I bought my uh, my car, I have currently, it was a nightmare, you know? But I went here, and everybody was nice. It was actually, like, kind of helpful instead of them trying to sell you something. They were helping you. Now, what are you looking at right now? Uh, I got a car outside right now that uh, they uh, let me take home for the night, and they said uh, it should all, all the paperwork should be done tomorrow. So, I mean... Now, let me ask you this. What are you most excited about having a new car? About Just having... not worrying about it breaking down. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. And I, I wouldn't be as uh, bummed out about my old car if I still didn't have a year left on it. So everyone over at Thurston's was cool to you? Yeah, they were, they were great. And uh, the first thing I noticed when I got into this uh, car that they let me take home tonight uh, was the smell. The smell of my old car was rank. It was like must mixed with ass. It was like what, uh, <laughs> like when it, when you walked into the room where Quasi was. Right. Every time I get into the car and turn on the air. All right, that's just dirty. But this car, it smells clean. Right, it's nice. Eventually, you'll ruin it. No, no, my girlfriend won't let me. Yeah. In fact, didn't um, she say she wasn't gonna let you smoke down here either? Uh, we don't smoke in the apartment. Mm. I saw the funniest thing. Um. Dubs was cooking out for me and Chunks on Sunday, mm-hmm. and Dubs walked back in, and I guess he had tracked in a little bit of dirt. <laughs> she got mad at him and started vacuuming after him. No, I, I, she wasn't in the in the house at the time, and I knew she'd get mad, so I grabbed the vacuum and vacuumed it up. That's what it was. I never been seeing somebody so whipped. What over dirt? Yeah, I was, just, I was just looking over. I was like, is this Dubs? I mean, he's using a we vacuum. We just vacuumed. This isn't the same J Dubs that I know from Michigan. We just vacuumed the one like who 10 would, minutes ago, and I tracked Mulchin. The one who would walk around at the Meridian Mall and see a girl who was maybe, I don't know, six foot and 300, just point and say, look at that behemoth. You're growing I'm up, still, dude. You're, I'm you're, still me. You're, you're cleaning up your uh, your apartment. You're buying new cars. I'm still me. I'm still the dubs you love. Let's go, go to the mall. I'll go point and laugh at someone. I'll do it. No, I'm not taking you because I didn't like that dubs either. Now I think about it, looking at your progression, I don't think there's ever been a J-Dubs that I liked. Now you're just being mean. I'm just being honest. You love me. It was kind of Hey, Chunks, wasn't that kind of funny, though, watching Dubs sit there and grab the vacuum so he wouldn't get in trouble? It's just so weird. I mean, you Domesticated just, Dubs. Yeah, you just see him, he jokes around and stuff. Let me ask you, before you went and vacuumed, did you tuck first? So it felt I, more natural? You know, it's Sunday. I basically spend the whole day with duct tape around it. Actually, you all, you have your own way. Yeah, that's what you do. Well, when you're in drag, you got to keep it under control. Well, I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you for being a, a clean person because I think that's very important in life. And I'm I'm really excited for you to have a new car. Yeah, me too. Does this mean you're going to be DD more? Why? I've been DD more than you have. No freaking way. Let's uh, go around the room see who's been DD more or who's uh, driven more. I've been DD. I've been designated driver at. At least, if it's not equal, probably as much or more. I would say, it, if anything, it's equal. I don't think so. It seems like I'm getting a lot more no, of the, no. uh, the share. No, especially when we first came down here and I had to drive every time. Yeah, that's true. I guess there's a little catching up to do. But yeah. I think I'm caught up. Mm-mm. And Chunks, when do you get in the car, Chunks you ask? No. When do you ever get in the car and start driving us around? Middle of the month. But there's no room in it. There's <laughs> stuff in the back seat. Take it out. Clean your car. 
Go over to Thurston's and get something nice. Yeah, get yourself a new car over at Thurston's. You can laugh them out of there. I mean, no. They're nice. They're, I know. They're actually, they're actually, you know, nicer than we are. If uh, if we saw a man like Chunks walk into anywhere and try to buy something, we'd laugh at him. But these people actually try to help. I know, but that's a comment on Chunks and how how far down he is. And I'll tell you what, my credit is terrible. You know that. I I did a credit score before. I'm only better than 10% of the population, <laughs> and and I'm, and I'm in America. Is that wit wise? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. You've been picking on my cousin the whole time. Oh, now you're playing the big brother role. When we were talking about her last week, before you came down, you had no problem. You were high-fiving us. No, stop. No, I wasn't. He was. What were you saying? <laughs> Nothing. I was saying stay away He's from like, her. He's like, yeah, do her, man. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did, too. He stop. said, just tape it so I can get some uh, profits off <laughs> <What>? of it. What? <laughs> you guys are evil. How does well, show her the website, bangmycousin.com. God. I've been there. Credit card only. <laughs> no PayPal. You wonder why he hasn't told you what the plans are for this week. Yeah, I've been keeping it Central Florida's already got a line up around the uh, block. All right. <laughs> you should take that as a compliment. Just take a break. Come back. He's Trump. charging 20 bucks. Stop. Take it as a compliment. <laughs> Just stop. It's a hideout <laughs> roll radio. I hate all of you. 104.1. Hey, Peanut. It's a special, uh, special dedication. Hey, Peanut. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, joining us in the hideout right now from Vanilla Fudge, uh, legendary rock drummer, Carmine Apiece. Carmine, welcome to the hideout. How are you? What's up, Carmine? How are you doing? How are you guys doing? Uh, just actually outstanding. Uh, I know you guys are about to kick off uh, the Strange Days Festival Tour. Starts in Tampa tomorrow with the doors of the 21st Century. Uh, you guys, the Yardbirds, Pat Travelers, also going to be in West Palm Beach on Friday. Wow. So there's a lot still going on. Uh, an amazing, illustrious career. You've worked with the the likes of, uh, I believe, Ozzy, uh, Ted Nugent, Pink Floyd. My question to you is, how big an ass is Ted Nugent? <laughs> uh, he's okay. I like Ted. Ted's a cool guy. Really, we worked in we worked in a, a rock station in Michigan, and Ted almost got me fired for something that I said, just commenting on something that he said. Oh, really? Well, it might be different work with him as a as, on radio, but you know, in rock and roll, you know, he's definitely his own kind of guy. You know, he was very different than everyone else. He never drank. He never did any drugs. He, he was so he's uh, he's like that when everybody was vegetation, he was killing things. You know, so <laughs> he's like that normally. He you know I yeah I he know. always he's, seemed... a, he's a pretty wild guy, but he seems I like he's on PCP twenty four seven. That guy. Now you you. Yeah. You've done it, I mean, through the years. I mean, just you've seen all of the uh, different transformations in rock. You guys, Vanilla Fudge, one of the original heavy metal bands. How can you compare what was going on back then to what's going on now? I mean, is it there's still this, is rock and roll still rock and roll? Well, the only thing I could say is back then when we came out, uh, everybody was still, you know, digging on singles. You know, like it was like uh, AM/FM radio. 
you know, it was mostly AM radio, and FM was just coming into style. So it's almost like that again, but the FM radio of today is probably the satellite radio, you know? Right. You know, because a lot of the FM stations that we saw being born have all come complete circle, and everybody plays the same 200 songs yep. now. Absolutely. I completely agree you with know, you. So for us, it's a, it's interesting to come back at this time, because, uh, you know, even like most people that come out with albums, they have to have hit singles to make the albums happen, you know? And uh, that's how it was when we first came out. Matter of fact, we were the first band to have a top, get a top four album without having a smash single. Right, and that's got and that's got to be something cool with the the swell support and the fan base and everything uh, uh, rolling that way. Car uh, Carmine apiece uh, from um, from Vanilla Fudge joining us in the Hideout on Real Radio. Now, yeah, we're sitting on the bus right now, heading to Tampa. Oh, beautiful! And the, the show's tomorrow night in Tampa yep. at the uh, the Ford Amphitheater, the um, Strange Days Festival tour with the twenty uh, with the Doors, twenty first century. Um, now let me ask you because this is, I guess, something in doing the research and you know and reading up and all that stuff. So that famous Edwa Edgewater Hotel fish groupie story about uh, Led, Led Zeppelin—that wasn't even Zeppelin. Read, you have to read that in my book. I can't even talk about that on the radio. It's too disgusting. But it, that, but that was original. That was you guys. It wasn't Zeppelin that did it. It was you guys. Well, it was both of us. I mean, it was my girl. I found the girl. She was my groupie. Wow. And uh, you know, after I was done with her, I, I deposited her with the road crew that night, and then she was just hanging around. She knew that we had uh, a video camera, well, actually an eight millimeter camera at the time, and she, she wanted to be on film. And you know, and uh, John Bonham and our roadie and his roadie came, and you know, went crazy. You know, wow. But so we were all involved in, in the room, but it was it was just funny. You know, wow. We you really are rock and roll. I'm they ended up in my room. <laughs> and imagine the smell. The smell just had to be horrific. Absolutely horrific. It's the war of the yeah, world's right so, there. Uh, I'm writing a book. I got the whole story written with all the details. Oh, and the people have, uh, have said it's uh, my girlfriend, who's uh, a radio talk show host, who's uh, you know pretty pretty wild. It's pretty wild, and she uh, read and told me it was by far the most disgusting thing she's ever read. I right, said so you're you're a your girlfriend's radio talk show host. Yeah, she's a, a girl named the Radio Chick from New York. Oh wow, okay. So you kind of got. I guess you understand what it is like on this side of the mic because it's always. Oh, I do, I do. I know how you guys. Uh, I know a lot, a lot about it now, and uh, I also uh, I do this thing on my own called the Carmine Piece uh, Weather Report. Where in the world is Carmine? Where I call in every week to stations, you know, and. Uh, to, to shows and it's like reality radio, just like we're doing now, you know. But I'm but every week when you start calling every week, you end up in different situations every week, you know. That's great. And, I, it's always cool to see someone who can uh, at least identify or understand a little bit what's going on. Now. Yeah, and I, you know, and there was stations that, that I was calling in for months. All of a sudden, they changed format and the guys are gone. I go, oh my god. Yeah. Oh. You know, you know, yeah. like my f best friend was. Uh, the program director of uh, the Scott Muni show in New York, you know? Right. Oh, wow. And yeah. Scott just passed away, so mm -hmm. now the guy's out of a job, you know? It's like, wow. Yeah, it's a tough, it's definitely a tough business. Uh, and all of a tough business, man. All I, of I us. Could, I have a new respect for you guys. All <laughs> of us in radio, too, want to be rock stars. I mean, you just talk about your, you had a group and you're done with her, so you pass her along to the tour, to the, you know, to the, to the tour guys, uh, you know, the roadies and stuff. And what's that even like to have girls just constantly approach you and say, hey, I want to be with you because you're Carmine? 
Well, you know, in those days it was more like, because uh, we were young, I was in my 20s, you know, and it was like if you went, you went through a, a gig and you went a night without having a chick, it was really like a bummer, you know, you'd really be like, oh, man, you get depressed about it, you know. But uh, now, you know, here it is 40 years, 30 years later, you know, it doesn't matter if the thousands of women, you know, gone by you, you know. God damn that. Oh, that's, a, that's a phrase that I'd love to be able to utter in my life at some point. After thousands of women have gone by. Yeah, I, uh, I know. One time I figured it out, and I got up to about 5,000. Jesus. I said, oh, my God. I, that's you're unbelievable. A, you're a, you're you a guy. You spin the roulette wheel way too many times, man. I can't believe you didn't come up. Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> oh, here's the thing. The big gig is happening. Uh, it's the tour that's starting. Are coming up uh, tomorrow yeah. in Tampa, the Strange Days Festival tour. Now it's actually with the uh, the original members of the Doors and then the Cult lead, uh, lead singer, right? In place of well, Morrison. Yeah, well, there's, there's two original members in the Doors, and then there's the Ian, Ian from the Cult is singing with them. Funny enough, the bass player is, is Phil Chen, who I played with Rod Stewart with for seven years. He's playing bass with them, and then they have a drummer named Ty. I don't have his last name yet, but he's been with them since they've been reincarnated. But our band is all four original members, probably. Well, definitely on, on the whole tour, we're the only ones that have the four original members. Well, I appreciate you hopping into the hideout for a little bit. You're on the tour bus. you got the big tour kicking off, and uh, we really appreciate you coming in, Carmine. Thank you, brother. Best of luck. Problem, man. No problem. All right, we'll talk to you. Carmine of Peace from Vanilla Fudge. Ah, oh, damn it, I just got this. All right, somebody wanted me to ask him about Randy Rose's death. Uh, sorry we didn't get to that. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. A lot of stuff to get to next, J-Dubs, um, including I need to have a serious talk with Chunks. Maybe I'll do that one off the air about having his own little radio show over there when we got stuff that's going on. But instead he's running out to go do smoke breaks. Instead of knowing that we got guests coming up and he plans his own little bits. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Half and dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Some of the prizes tonight include a pair of tickets to the C&S Pro Bulls Incorporated Professional Bull Riding Event coming up the 11th at uh, the TD Waterhouse Center. For more information, www.orlandobullriders.com. Bull riding, I, like, I would like to go see some bull riding sometime, you know? I remember going to an event one time, I believe even with our buddy Shafee when we were in Michigan, and he... He did the bit where he was inside the barrel, or he was somewhere. He was he pretended. I know like, what it is. Uh, he was uh, like there was a big circle, and they had like five people standing in the circle. I've heard about those things. That's pretty disgusting. And <laughs> no, that's not it. Oh. And uh, they let a bull out, and if you're the last person standing without jumping out of the circle, uh, then you win. That's what. So it was. like uh, so the, the bulls running around, kind of chasing people around, trying to. You know, from what I've around. heard, it's the same concept. Stop! No, it's not. Last person. To... <laughs> Stop it already! <laughs> there's food involved. All right. I'm, I'm a big fan of any kind of sports with animals. I think if I would wonder if they have this at this bull. Uh... Is this the gay rodeo? No. Damn it! 
I wonder if they have this going on at the Waterhouse where if they're doing that circle event, yeah. where if uh, Chunks can be one of those people, if they got that going on sitting in the circle and then uh, rolling from I there. would love that. We put him in his bra and panties. Now, something going on over in Mexico is uh, uh, dwarf uh, bullfighting. What? Yeah, there's actual, like, they have a whole show going on where it's dwarfs, uh, like, kind of fighting baby bulls. Like, doing, like, the matador thing okay. with baby bulls. So they have, do they, are they in the outfits? Yeah, they're in the complete, uh, you know, everything. Everything looks like it's regular bullfighting except for it's smaller. Why? And so, and is it then they're they're not like they're baby bulls. They're not like regular size. No, they bulls? are regular size bulls. They're 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 smaller, either miniature or baby bulls. Mexican dwarf bullfighters. Yes. What a combination! I, I would love to see this kind of thing go on tour sometime. Oh yeah, of course. All right, who do you think would win? I've never even understand bullfighting. How, how does how does it happen? Well, I, do they do they just try to dodge them for a while? Yeah, and until they get tired. I thought the whole thing about bullfighting was they have the little uh, yeah, and thing, they... and eventually what they do is they end up sticking a sword in the bulls. Yes, head. that's what it is. But I don't think they uh, kill the bulls. They and don't kill them anymore. I don't think so. Not, I don't think they. Can you see a dwarf with a mini knife killing a baby bull? I'd want to. I'd pay for it. Yeah, that, I mean that would be worth the price of admission, right there. Uh, you know what? Now that I think about it, though, I think I'd pay to see a dwarf fight anything. <laughs> What would you most likely like to see a dwarf fight? A Rottweiler. Doing the same thing, you know, trying to get it to run at the red... Uh... In costume and all. A Rottweiler, yes. Now, would you have uh, fake bullhorns put on the Rottweiler? You know what I'd like to see a, a dwarf fight? A raccoon. Like a rabid raccoon. Have you ever, like, come in contact, or you have you ever, like, if you have a dog or a cat or something, they go out and fight a raccoon and come up all messed up? No, I don't think so. I Imagine that. A raccoons are scary to me, though. Imagine, like, just like the one on uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, <laughs> where it bites his neck. Right. But with a dwarf? Yeah, with a dwarf, though, where he's like, you know. All right, I'm in. I'm absolutely in. How about, like, it's something, like, a little bit more that's not as threatening? Like, cool. a, like a dwarf versus a mini pony. That would be fun, just be, but you have to piss the pony off. You know, you can't have it just be like one of those ponies that, you know, is attached to a bar and they walk it around with kids on it. you got to get one that's just completely pissed I don't, at the world. I don't think they're angry ponies, though. Oh, you, you make it angry. You can raise a dog to be angry. I'm sure you can raise a pony to be angry. All right, how about this? We go to the beach. Dwarf versus miniature shark. Oh, I like that one. You, that one's my new you, favorite. And you put it in a baby pool. So you've got a baby pool with a dwarf and a miniature shark. No, and he has to wear the sunscreen on, on his nose, you know, and he's just fighting a shark in there. How about uh, like a dwarf versus a wolverine? That's too easy. I think the wolverine would win because it's bigger. But the dwarf, you know, dwarfs are pretty strong for being small in stature. You know, they, they, they're just as strong as, I, I'd say, regular-sized people. What? Those arms are short. They can have a lot of no, push you, to them. Are you telling me a uh, a dwarf would be able to bench press um, like 225, even if it was a strong dwarf? Impossible. I think so. I think if you got like a... You've seen the, the little Hercules kid that they have on like uh, Dr. Phil and stuff. Uh, the, the, the little baby Hercules would beat up a dwarf. 
if we were in a fight. How about a, how about a dwarf versus a panda bear? Two very cute things coming head to head. All right, panda bear, panda bear will win. If it was a koala bear, dwarf oh. would have a chance. No, koala bears are evil. How about a dwarf and a wallaby? <laughs> I like that. How about a dwarf versus a pack of bees? Like a beehive. You imagine a dwarf running while he was getting stung? Come on, that's entertainment. Ben, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, gentlemen. What's going on? Hey, I know how a, uh, a bullfight works. What happens? I saw one in Barcelona. Um, they are traditionally they're supposed to kill the bull. Uh, there's been a lot of flack they've been getting about that recently, so I'm not sure if they do it anymore. But they have these spears. They're called banderillas. And it's like a, not a like a long spear. It's a short spear. It's decorated. They're supposed to get form in the bull's back before they kill it. Oh, but they but they still they still do kill it though. Uh, you know what? I'm not sure if they do anymore because I remember reading that uh, they were getting a lot of flack about that. Maybe they don't anymore. I think in Mexico it's outlawed, but in Spain they might still do it. I think if you go like to a true third world country, they would still kill it. Wow. How about like a dwarf versus like a baby elephant? It's not even a contest. Who would win? The baby elephant would win. Why? A baby elephant would win versus uh. Triple H. It's still an elephant. No, I could beat up a baby elephant. No, you couldn't. I could beat up a baby elephant. I'm not saying a full-blown elephant I could beat up, but a baby one? Kick it in the ribs. You wouldn't be able to reach. You wouldn't be able to kick that high. Oh, that, those things are, are tiny. No, they're, no it's they're not. They're like a puppy. No, they're not. Oh, yeah. Baby elephants are still like seven, eight feet tall. No. They aren't seven or eight feet tall. I'd say a baby elephant, you know, I'm, I'm saying three weeks old. Is probably only like four feet tall. You're insane. Is that true? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. This is important now. I got to know how big a baby elephant and is. And if it's only like a few weeks old, it's not smart enough. Damn it, Jander brings up a good one. Dwarf versus an Ewok. How about dwarf versus like an elderly aging lady? You know, like kind what? of smaller. What? <laughs> All right, I'm picking the Ewok and the Asian lady. Really? Now that I'm thinking Those about Asian it, ladies are mean, man. I used to live... Stop! You don't know that. That's this, stereotyping. This one, this one I used to live next to? I, uh, I Where? Was, in Fowlerville? No, over in Alexandria, Virginia. I was carrying all my stuff in, and she sees me coming up with all my stuff in my hands, and she closes the door real quick in front of her, so I had to use my key and, with all the stuff in my hands. Of course, you're a big, scary white guy. I'd love to see a dwarf kick her ass. I'm now beginning to think about it. I don't think dwarfs are so tough. I think they're very tough. They're bullfighting, for God's sakes. I'd like you to go out there and bullfight. I'll bullfight. I'd do that. Would you? Did you Ten, stab it? $10,000. How? Okay, I think I have one. <laughs> I think I have one that you'll agree with. Dwarf versus a possum. Just a big rat, basically. Rat. No. Those so, things are... They have really sharp teeth and claws. That's what I'm saying. If the rat would win, the, the possum. Yeah. I think the possum beats the dwarf. No. All right, Capone asks... I would run from a possum if I saw it, if Roxy didn't kill it first. Dwarf or Jesse Jackson? Who wins? Got to go with the Reverend. I don't know. I think he'd just talk it to sleep. What about <laughs> Tub Girl versus Dwarf? <laughs> we already covered that. Lemon Party? <laughs> Uh. All right.
right. Now people are bringing up good ones. Who? Eric, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, guys, what's happening? What's up, man? Uh, dwarf versus a retarded person. Oh, gee. Oh, oh, come on. Sp- the retarded person would win. Yeah. I, 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 hold I, I don't know. Hold on a second. What if it was an old dwarf that had old man strength versus a retard? No. Versus a retarded young kid. No, because you're going to... I think a retarded kid could beat up a baby elephant. Baby elephant, uh, I got the statistics on that. At mm-hmm. birth, a baby elephant is stands three feet tall. Yeah. Damn. I told you. I don't believe that a baby elephant's three feet tall. That's huge. That's as big as a dwarf. That, that's what it comes born as. That, that, that's that, pretty big. Yeah. That's paw to back. I mean, if it's standing, of course it's going to be a little bigger. All right, you know what? I need more on this. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your single wireless phones. Quick break. It's the Hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Real Radio weather brought to you by Fleming Brothers Roofing. Tonight's low 73. Tomorrow, thunderstorms with a high of 90 degrees. How's your weather on Real Radio 104.1? Yes, I am. We are friend Chunks. Alright, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That is J Dove. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The question out there right now what would you like to see a dwarf fight? This is very important business. I'd uh, appreciate it if you took it seriously. I actually have sort of a mixed tag team. <laughs> All right, I want to hear about that in a second. Uh, Joey, you're in the hideout of Real Radio. What do you got, Joey? Yeah, what's up? Um, yeah, you heard about that story a few weeks ago about uh, that lion that went up against about 45 midgets in uh, some other country. I'm not really sure. No. But, like, ended up like 35 of them died. And, like, <laughs> 35? Them, yeah. Just, <laughs> All right. All right, from what I understand, the monsters talked about it, and it was ended up being a fake story. That's what the word that I'm getting. And I wish. Great. You know, but there's not that many midgets in the world, you know? For 35 of them to die in one accident? That's like, you know, that's a genocide almost. All right. A dwarf in an INS jacket versus an illegal uh, Mexican. I'll let you handle that one. That's what Drop says. (laughs) Mexican always wins. Mexican always wins. Hmm. Tell the French that. Come on. <laughs> Every time. All right, Matt Albert brings up one. How about a retarded older midget versus a crocodile? <laughs> I'm taking... Uh, At that point, you just have to go with the retarded older midget. Yeah, you, you can't... There's too much strength there. And he, it's time-tested. You know, he's he's lasted, and he he's had everything against him. The cards have been stacked against him since he was born, and he's made it this far. I'm not going to bet against him against a crocodile. Kidding me? What's your tag team, Bateman? Okay, a dwarf and a normal sized guy versus an ape and like uh, one of those small little monkeys from like Outbreak. <laughs> tag team rules. Ooh, that's tough. I think if a mix to match, it'd be more interesting. Yeah, like a uh, like a dwarf and a like gorilla versus a normal sized guy and the monkey and the monkey and the Outbreak monkey. I think you could throw the monkey at the guy and blind him. <laughs> Either way, I think the that's a tough one. What if it came down to the gorilla versus the outbreak monkey? 
Gorilla wins. Well, if he has that virus still. Oh, yeah, that virus is a bitch. Now, or uh, if he still has Ross from Friends on his side. Now, what kind of gorilla are we talking about here? Are we talking about one from the wild, or are we talking like, you know, one from Con- the movie Congo that they had talk? Mm. Very domesticated. Or know. are we talking about those big silverbacks? Silverbacks. Oh, I take a silverback over anything. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. All right, what do you think, America? 407-916-1041. This is serious business. I'd like for you to treat it that way. Greg, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, how's it going? What's up? I have a dwarf idea for you. Remember when you were a kid, you watched wrestling, they would always have a big fat guy, and then they would have two dwarfs. Yeah, and they'd always ring. jump on his back and everything. And the dwarfs could both fight at the same time, and for the fat guy to win, he had to pin both, both of, of the dwarfs. You could get, like, two dwarfs to fight chunks at the same time. <laughs> I love it. It used to be hilarious. Like, the dwarfs yeah. would, like, overhand rights to the crotch area to the big guy, you know, and then one guy would jump on his back and try to scratch his eyes. I think it was usually King Kong Bundy who was fighting the dwarfs. Yeah. And uh, he'd stack them up, and, uh, like, Vince McMahon would be going crazy. Don't do it. Don't do exactly. it. And he crushes he them. Would and they... make them, like, it'd either be, like, two or three, and he'd lay them all on top of each other. And, and then, then like... they, I remember them taking out the dwarfs on, uh, on many uh, stretchers. Yeah, and they you could have chunks fight like two or three dwarfs at the same, and the dwarfs don't have to tag up or anything. They no. can both be in the same ring at the same time. This is what I like too. I want to give the dwarves knives, and I think if we gave the dwarves knives, it would be even more fun. I say guns. <laughs> Fine. Now, I, if we tasers, if, no, but I say big guns for the dwarves. You know, so it's kind of hard for them to aim. So it gives bazookas. Chunk, yeah, it gives chunks a chance. They can't really aim it that well because they can't even hold it up. Yeah. They're falling backwards and everything, top heavy, short arms. If we could find, if we could find some, if we found a dwarf friend to the hideout, mm-hmm. we'd make that, we'd make it worth their while. We'd give them one hell of a prize. It was like two of them. How about Tommy versus someone real tall? What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> I'm like six five. No, you're not. You're like five three. Oh, sorry, six two. <laughs> At best, five three. Then I would win. All right, Adidas says, uh, what about a dwarf versus a rooster? That would be funny just to see the dwarf chasing the rooster around. Now, if the dwarf was smart, he'd let the rooster come to him. Sean, you're in the hideout. I got a good fight. It's not a dwarf, but Chunks versus Corky from Life Goes On. (laughs) Corky. Corky in a second. He's married now. Wait, is he really? Yeah. Does he have children? I don't know. I hope not. Because it's another uh, touch lady. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. God bless him. Are you sure you aren't getting that confused with the TV show? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and they took the bus and they ran away. Yeah. And then after day, the, the wife... I, I, thought, I thought it was like retarded runaway bride. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, yeah, Life Goes On was not a reality show, J-Dubs. Damn it. All right, hold on a second. So Gary the Prophet... Give me hell tonight. Would you like to fight a dwarf? Could you beat up a dwarf? Yes, I'd be so. I'm, I'm about five foot ten and I weigh about two hundred pounds. <laughs> awesome! I think you would absolutely hand it to the dwarf. What's going on with you, Sir Gary the Prophet? That's much just enjoying your work program tonight on Real Radio One Four Point One. Yeah, it's very informative if we sit here and we talk about who could win a dwarf versus yes, an, you know whatever. Uh, what about a monkey wrestling a dwarf? <laughs> a monkey wrestling a dwarf? <laughs> yes, sir. Hmm, what kind of monkey? That's what's important. Oh, don't be racist. No, what come on. Ah. <laughs> what's that, Sir Gary the Prophet? 
chimpanzee. A chimpanzee versus a dwarf. Dwarf. I, th- I think the chimpanzee wins. Dwarf. Absolutely. I think so, too. Yeah. Thank you, Sir Gary the Prophet. Have a good evening. Yeah, you too, buddy. What if they are arm wrestling? Hmm. Chimpanzee. Yeah, chimpanzee has very long arms. All right, going back to the outbreak monkey versus a dwarf and arm wrestling. Dwarf. I don't know. All right, how about this? A dyslexic dwarf with the gout versus a porcupine. How about a dyslexic dwarf versus the Bible? He's just trying to make it through it. (laughs) He can't can't read it. (laughs) (laughs) Gone Fox. (laughs) Dyslexic dork. Uh, Dwarf. What? (laughs) After uh, Blind Justice. Oh, man, that's on ABC. Whatever. Well, Dubs, I think we got to the bottom of this. Dwarf versus Jimmy D. Does he have his website with him or his glasses? I know. Glasses. I know what's cooler. <laughs> that dwarf with gout. <laughs> <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'll have I got an email at jdubs at wtks.com. It says, Unstoppable. That's the title of the email. A kangaroo with a dwarf in his pouch. Come on. Now you're just playing unfair. That could beat up anything. Baby elephant and all. All right, yeah, Jake just got me this info. Baby info, born three and a half feet tall, starting at 352 pounds. Wow. Gain Night two Albert? pounds <laughs> daily. Um, wow. Hope that helps. I appreciate all of the information. Because when we're having an intelligent discussion, we like to be armed with all of the facts. And naked pictures of hot listeners. That yeah. happens, too. Now, we were talking about small stuff, uh, dwarfs fighting different animals. Uh, oh, there was, uh, I, I think somewhere overseas, uh, this guy tried to build a really small house to rent out to people. Like, and it got turned down by the city saying, hey, uh, you need to build a normal size house and everything. And uh, he was going to rent it out to normal sized people. So he's... Kind of like a price saver type thing. He's going to make it very, very small and very thin. Okay, so he's he's building a tiny house? Yeah, I, that's when I first saw this, I'm like, finally, someone's uh, kind of uh, capitalizing on the greatest commercial in the world, tiny house. Well, the Geico commercial? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times? I watched the first three times I saw it, I always got pumped up like, wow, this is going to be a great show. And then, damn it. I love it. I'm just trying to make an omelet. This is so not awesome. <laughs> I think you're awesome. Now, let me ask you, does Geico have the best commercials on television? I like that one. I like the caveman one. Yeah, What's yeah. the Geico? Geico's so easy, a caveman can do it. Not cool. And the caveman goes walking out. You never seen that one? No, I've never seen that one. What? I'm so, I don't have cable. It's been on forever. Really? Yeah. I do remember Tiny House, but I haven't seen cable. Yeah, Tiny House is great. The house was wait the. What was the what was the tagline for it? The love was built to last, but the house is built too small. Yeah. Would you really watch that? Hell I'd yeah. Watch it. Yeah. One year. Of people living in a tiny house. Yeah. That wouldn't like get a old to you? 
No, no way. All the different things are going to happen in a tiny house, but I wouldn't stop there. I would make their workplace tiny. I'd make their car tiny. Whatever they're in is tiny for a full year. You know how claustrophobic that'd be? It's like you're living in a casket. No, tiny it's casket. not. You're in. No, it's not living in a casket. You I'd know? almost like to see like an almost divorced couple put in that situation instead <laughs> of newlyweds. Yeah, you know it's gonna, they're already having rocky times. Yeah, because you know it's going to ruin that marriage anyway. No, I think it would be more fun watching the uh, watching the newlywed couple. All right, all right. Now someone has sent me the video of a dwarf versus a baby bull, and it may be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Look at it. <laughs> and the bull gets it. I told you the bull would win. It's trying to have sex with it. It's trying to hump the midget. <laughs> what website? I don't even. I can't even imagine where we should put that. Can you send me the link? No. You don't get the link. You're supposed to be running the talk and roll controls. I can't afford for you to. Take your hands uh, off of them. That's true. Or your eyes. All right, now the clown comes and saves it. That dwarf just got its ass kicked by that bull. I knew a dwarf was... was. How about this? You put a bull in a tiny house and see if they can stay there. Here's what you are. You're a television genius. Or like just every week, the you know, at some random time, they just let the bull into the tiny house and... Freak the couple out. Did you see it, Chunks? <laughs> <laughs> you watching the video? It. Yeah, damn it. If we had the website up and going, we could post that <laughs> on. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> save, that, save that link. Oh, God. I bookmarked it. Actually, if you want to see another freaky link, I'll, I'll send it to you. Dubs will like this one. And no, we're not going <laughs> to pass around links. No, Dubs will like this one. Just because Dubs will like it. James, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, buddy? Um, up in New Jersey, there's a town full of just midgets. It's got little houses, little store counters, and yeah. little, little everything. I've heard, I've heard of these places, and uh, they don't allow really normal-sized people in. How yeah, yeah, that... they get they get pissed off yeah. if you go there. Yeah, they usually have the road blocked off. How could they keep you out? They can't keep you out. I mean, yeah, be respectful. You know, if people were able to go in, they'd just be taking pictures. Of, and they actually do have tiny houses there. I'm King Kong. Yeah. yeah, it's like like playhouses everywhere. It's just crazy. <laughs> All right, that sounds like the most fun thing ever. Thank you, James. It's like a bunch of clubhouses. You would think that they would want that for tourism. All right, Matt Albert's asking me for the link. Ask Bateman over there at Real Radio Hideout. Don't do my personal insight. I put it in the uh, chat room. This one's for jokes. You don't ask me for links here. It's in the chat room. Go to it. You're in the chat room, Matt. There's a chat room for the hideout? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. What is it, like an instant messenger one or something? Yeah. Is it just for you and Matt? No. There's <laughs> lots of people in here. What, Chunks? I actually, uh, they had, it was called Midget Town in Virginia, right down the road from our old yep. station. And uh, I actually went there in high school. All right, people kept telling me about this place, and we never went, though. Yeah, it's, it's cr- it, the houses look unbelievable. It doesn't even really look like a house. It kind of looks like... Like just like a dollhouse, like just a larger dollhouse, and they got pissed. We drove in, and my car got stuck, and a couple of them came out of their house and started throwing rocks at my car, and I had to speed out of there. What? I'm telling you, I'm not kidding you. You're lying. I swear to God. And there was like a dog that came running out. They get pissed because they the don't. Dog's want... named Toto. <laughs> what kind of dog was it? Uh, I don't remember. I mean, was it like a big dog? Or was oh it... no, it was actually like a medium size. It wasn't really a small dog. It was actually a pretty good size. Wasn't dog. it a Chihuahua? No. 
Hmm. What number two? uh, Hooch. The guy that called about the Midget Town in New Jersey called back and said that there's a web page for it, and it's weirdnj.com. All right, I don't know if that's true. I'll have to go check this out, because he could be giving us another tub girl. I like that. I I hope it is another tub girl. Anything coming up? Skip the intro. All right, you know what? Maybe this is it. Oh, they got a weird Florida? They got a whole bunch of stuff on this weird thing. I want to look at it. I can't look at it on the radio. can't look at websites on the radio. That doesn't help me. During the commercial break, I'll do a little investigating. Show dubs that other site I sent you to. During the commercial (laughs) break... Uh, no, you know what? Now I'm not getting into midget sex zone or anything else. No, thank you. Why not? Come on. Midget Have you ever watched hot. that? Yeah. Midget porn? Yes. No. Midgets are hot. It's disturbing when there's a normal-sized guy and a midget girl. It's so sexy. You have so many issues already, Why? Dubs. I don't even want to hear it. You can't tell me that you don't see a midget and you think, wow, I'd like to. Of course. No. Why not? It's. I don't want to talk about it. It's too creepy. It's really not that bad, man. It's, I don't care what you think. Just because you're saying it's okay doesn't make it okay. You in toss fact, it up in the air go, Wee! All right, you know, <laughs> For a midget? Yes! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm going to take a break and come back. Why? And I want you to behave. And when Trunks puts his seal of approval on something, that means it's awful. Stop it asking me for links, man. <laughs> Damn you. I think I'd be scared to go to a midgetville. Yeah, I would definitely be. I, I just wouldn't like to intrude. Why would you be scared? You'd fit in just fine. Oh. They try to sell so, you a house. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you where the realtors are. Oh, God. Well, I guess you would fit in right at a fat camp, Pepe, so I like be worried that, about that. Like that wasn't easy. <laughs> Now he's going to be mad at me. Your cousin? What? What? Stop. <laughs> Leave her alone. She didn't. She wrote me that joke. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about something real. Midgets are real. They are? Yeah. It's not like a fairy tale. I thought it was just CGI in movies. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, they, they're real. Unicorns aren't. I know. Yeah, I get those confused, too. I'm like, you know, unicorns are real. Midgets aren't. And I correct myself all the time. Thank you. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs. Uh, 407-916-104 and 888-978-1041. Star 1041 in your uh, singular wireless phones. Here's the thing, Dubs. Um, you know, you and I have talked a lot about greatest Americans, and um, yeah. I had someone who called me upset because they, I guess they had seen this on the Discovery Channel. They're trying to find the greatest American. I know Shannon talked about this today, and they had the top 100 nominees. I just wanted to run through some of these people deserving, some not. Um, it's the, the the overlying thing to me that seems so interesting is that they completely did this. It seems to me like the nom- they say the nomination period was from uh it was for nearly a month early in 2005. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me like it was more around like October 
of last year. It seems kind of timely to uh, the fall. And here's why. Um, Barack Obama's on it, the Illinois senator, who has done nothing. No, he, uh, he, he gave a great speech, got a lot of people fired up. At the DNC convention. But that's about it. You know, he hasn't really done anything yet. Brett Favre. Well, his, uh, his wife had cancer right around then, and everybody rallied around him. And his dad died the year before. And what kind of great American can, you know, understand that? Okay, if you're going to pick a quarterback, maybe like a Roger Stallback. Who? Who played for America's team. Where? Dallas Cowboys. Green Bay. Christopher Reeve. Yeah, no. this was completely, you know, he was, he just died right then. I'm not sure when Christopher Reeve died. Yeah, he he just died right before the uh, whole election took place. Remember, uh, John Kerry was up there dropping his name. Oh, he that's still right. still be alive right now, maybe if we were allowed I'm telling cells. you they did this around October. Yeah, they had to have. And no offense to the Reeve family. No. Why is he in the top 100 of greatest Americans? He was Superman. He saved a lot of people. No, and that was in the movies. Hmm. I get that confused. I feel like I'm watching the news. That and unicorns, it's not real. Hmm. Elvis Presley? I thought dwarfs weren't real. Now I'm confused. Me too. Elvis Presley? He was a hack. Wasn't he a thief, essentially? No. Why was he a thief? He essentially stole black music? He didn't steal black music. Just because he does it doesn't mean he's stealing it. Hugh Hefner, does he belong in there or not? Yes. I, I think Hugh Hefner does. It's a, it's, a, it's a strange name, but I'd have to agree. I think he used to, but now he's just an irritating old man rubbing it in everyone's face. Ew. <laughs> Here's another reason. Is that out of it? Here's another reason I think that uh, this was done in October. John Edwards. <laughs> now, here's a question. Is it John Edwards, the guy who can communicate with the dead? Yes. Because if so, then he's cool. Hack. I agree. I'm thinking of a letter. But think, if it's the senator, or... If, all right, here he was a failed presidential candidate. He was a one-term senator, and he lost the vice president. Uh, you know, the chance to be vice president. You know why he's How a great he, American? Why? He's facing adversity. Because, Head on. Because he kept saying something about one America. So somehow he's the greatest American. All right, now this is going to ruffle little feathers. Hmm. Laura Bush. What has she done? No offense. What does she do? What is she, why, is she, why would she be a top 100 American? I don't think it's because of her uh, first ladiness. I think it's because she was a librarian. And she's just out there. So she's queen of the librarians? Yes, she's out there, you know, you know, representing all librarians as being the greatest Americans. What chumps? Her her daughter should be on there more than she should. They've been in the news and done more stuff than she has. That's true. All right, grooming habits don't make you a great American. Well, you know, she just doesn't care. Martha Stewart, great American? Well, she's, she's, she's on there for being a great American? Martha Stewart, yeah. After she... Cheats people out of their money. Honestly, that's that's the American way. I think she should be on there because she's hot. You Ew. Think, you think she's hot? Yeah. Hmm. Kind of sexy. No. Yeah. Not at all. Imagine just wearing nothing but an apron. I'd rather uh, not. I really wouldn't. Nice apple ass hanging out the back. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing nice or appley about it. It looks like a sack full of apples. I'd walk a in, rotten apple. I'd walk in the kitchen, like, hmm, what smells good? <laughs> nothing here. <laughs> Mel Gibson. There's a worm coming out of that apple. 
vote Mel Gibson. Does he belong no. in this list? Why? Because he makes a movie about Jesus. Is is anybody who uh, you know? Yeah, this is definitely just something that came out. I think uh, they they took the votes and everything right in October. I think the people who made the movie Saved should be on this list more so than Mel Gibson. Mandy Moore. There's something about Jesus humor that's just really funny to me. I think that's because of you, Jay Thomas. I think you got me into that. I don't. I don't approve of it, so I don't know what you're talking about. Michael Jackson, greatest American. Wouldn't that be great if he won? Not only did he win, but uh, he also got convicted. All right, here. All right, Tom Cruise is on there. Okay. All right, Matt Albert writes. The reason Laura Bush should win is because she has the best dead-eye glare in America. That is true. There's something very creepy about that woman. There's Step- something very creepy about the whole family. Step for wife. Yeah. You look at her, you think step for wife. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. I like to get her in an apron as well. No, you know what? Stop. You know Just what? Behave. If you look at her, you imagine that she's a mannequin. You know? Like, if you took her clothes off, mannequin. Yeah. I'm telling you, Stepford wife. That's just what I believe. I look at. All right, Tom Cruise somehow is on this list. And here are the two that drive me insane. I don't know which one drives me even more insane than the other. Dr. Phil McGraw. I'm becoming a fan. <sighs> is it for the Maury factor? I don't know. I love. I'm. I'm starting to love daytime talk shows. Because that's our primetime TV. I We're know. Here at night. I love it. Dr. Phil is great. Or Rush Limbaugh. I've never been a big Rush fan. Rush has done more to divide this country. Rush is pretty funny, though. Than any other person. He's a good broadcaster. Rush is right. He has a funny bit, that whole Republican thing, which is crazy. And it's such a bit, and all you fools are falling for it. But that didn't, that didn't piss you off that he's in the top 100? You know, after uh, after his comments about black quarterbacks and everything, people forget about that stuff. And yeah, popping com- pills. Popping pills, black quarterbacks. Yet somehow he's on the top 100. But again, what really pisses me off, and this is because he's dead, too, uh, Strom Thurmond. Why is he on that list? Is he? Yeah, he's right there. I don't see him. Right above Daniel Carver. Stop. I don't know who made this list. Now I'm beginning to wonder. I think Carl Rove made it. Oh, here's another person who's on this. George Lucas. How is George Lucas the top 100 American? That's something I never understand is how this guy, I've never really seen him do anything except for adopt kids. You know? That's the only thing he does that's kind of cool. Dear George Lucas... You should celebrate. Cause I just saw He's friends with Phil. That's how he got on the list. Phil has all the connections. Really Zach's son is a powerful man. Or alien or whatever. A rumor. You're calling it a night. Ain't gonna be no more Star Wars movies. That just can't be right. Alright. This is such a stupidest song ever. I love it. Turn it up? No. But you can't end the story now. There's just James, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, who's this? This is Hefe. Hello? Hello. Hey, man, uh, what about Les Paul? I was listening to Sharon today talk about Albert Einstein. He has a bass pedal, but Les Paul seems to do more for me than blowing up other countries, which might not be a bad deal. 
All right, Les Paul. What did he do? Invent the guitar or something? No. He's a musician. That's it. No. Then why would he be on there? The closest thing you can uh, say he's done that's admirable is that he broke his arm and he had it set so he could still play guitar. Other than that, nothing. Big deal. Move on. <laughs> Isn't he dead anyway? I don't know. He's like a thousand. Is Jim- there any gay people on that list? Right. That's what I want to know. Top 100. Hmm. I guarantee there's not one gay person on that list. As I look at it... There's a Republican bias to that list. Well, no, nah, because uh, Clinton's on here, both of them. Hillary is? Yeah, Hillary's on here. Why? Jimmy Stewart's on here. I think John Stewart should be on there. Yeah, I do, too. I saw Michael Moore on that list, too. Yeah, Michael Moore's on here. Michael Jordan. How is Michael Jordan a great American? He never talked. Is Jimmy D on that list? Okay, there is a gay American, yes. <laughs> Stop. Why Why are you picking on him? You have, you have no right to pick on anybody. I know. So it's kind of bright in here. I hope I have my glasses. Sunglasses. Corey Hart's great. <laughs> well, look, here's I'm just looking at this, and I'm just a little taken aback. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like a very powerful list. You know, it doesn't lo- it look like there's... Really, any reason to watch the show? Well, it's already come out, I guess. It no, it's a, the voting's on right now, I think. I think you can vote on it. Those are just the nominees. Who do you think will win? How much do you want to bet that somehow, some way, it's rigged just like the election and W wins? How just ironic would that be? Every Everything he's in, he wins for some reason. And no one can you know remember voting for him. And somehow Catherine Harris is behind it. <laughs> Who, by the way, she's now running for Senate. What did she do? She's another one of these. What did you do? Wouldn't it be so sad if you found out that uh, W was uh, was rigging uh, like TV polls? I want to be on the top of that list. He can't rig his approval ratings. <laughs> and yet somehow you guys don't care. Yet somehow he's A-OK with you. <sighs> what is this? Hello? Hideout. Hi. Oh, come on. Um, UFO Phil, UFOPhil.com. What do you want? What? First of all, when you if you play my song, I, I don't think that you should say it's the stupidest song ever. No, because the other one you wrote is the stupidest song ever. This is second stupidest. What I love the, it. What's the, one, the other one that you don't like that's the stupidest? The one about the hideout. Oh, I like that one. That one's pretty good. No. Hey, no. Um, yeah, that's a good one. What? What do you want? What? What is this list that you're talking about with George Lucas on it? George wants to know what you're talking about. You don't know George Lucas. Stop it. Yeah, we had dinner last night together again. What do you eat? What? Stop what? breathing okay. into the phone, you ass. All right, I'm not. Just tell me what the, the list is. It's what a... list is this that you're doing? Greatest American Top 100 nominees. Oh, I thought it was a list of the people who are most friendly to aliens. No! Because I was going to ask if George Lucas is on there, if Carl Sagan and Leonard Nimoy made the list. No! Or Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong is on here. What about Zaxxon? Uh, you know what? Go away. Beat it. What about Rogueness 4? Is Rogueness 4 on there? Bye. Bye, UFO. Girl. Beat it. Hang up. Beat it. God damn it. <laughs> Learn how to hang up already. There's no reason to push all those buttons. Now, what about this guy with the the Star Wars figures? 
Oh yeah, there was some. There was a there was a dude. Yeah, there was a guy that uh, that uh, got a Star Wars figure stolen from him and has a thousand dollar reward out right now, trying to find his Star Wars figures. Chunks, are you uh? Do you have the uh, the press release? You said there was a press release for this? Uh, yeah, I found the press release. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll take a look at that. By the way, ChunksDance.com. I'm getting a lot of reaction because uh, I posted it on MySpace, too. <laughs> and uh, one of my very hot friends, Ginny, says... Go, go! Wrong one, ass. <laughs> uh... Says the UCF Department of Anthropology now needs to gouge their eyes out. So that's a lot of positive reaction. Everybody's digging it, Chunks. Chunksdance.com. Great. This one comes from Sean. He goes, Damn you, Hefe, why burden us with this? And he's wearing a Mexican wrestling mask in his picture. So you can tell it's really it's really taken off. Chunksdance.com. Proud of you, Chunks, going out there and doing your thing. Thank you. What's that music that's in there that you put on your website? I forgot. Frankie goes to Hollywood, I think. Take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> it's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, with my cousin here, Peanut, who's here. Yeah. Stop already. Yeah. It reminds me of my childhood, though, because uh, when we were in Lubbock, Texas... Um, you were a high little chick as a kid? No. Oh. I was uh, about her brother. Um, we'll call Sam. Sam's actually sat in on the hideout before we oh, were up nice. at DC, uh, the New Year's Eve show. But we would, we would go to no, it's not Butthead. Oh, okay, it's a different one. Okay, that's my stepbrother. Mm. Mm. But we would always the big thing when we were in Lubbock was going to the flea market. Like that was the good time. We would go to the flea market, and the, I remember the one of the greatest things about the flea market, at least at the time when we were going, you know, was in the guess in the eighties and we're growing up was that you could find, like, Star Wars toys. Yeah, you can find all these different figurines and everything. What I would always look for is uh, the uh, He-Man toys, which were always right next to the Star Wars toys. Right. And I remember we would do that. Here was the big time in Lubbock, Texas, where I grew up, or part of where I grew up. Mm -hmm. Flea market and garage sales. Garage sales were always fun. We would be thro- we'd get thrown into the back of the station wagon, and it was time to go to the garage sale. And if you had been a good boy and earned your money um, from doing chores during the week, then maybe you had some money to buy some at a garage sale. And I bought the Millennium Falcon. Oh, really? For 50 cents. 50 cents. Do you still have it? No, I don't have it anymore. Here's the only thing about it, though, because I don't know if you remember the Millennium Falcon when you were mm-hmm. growing up with Star Wars. Um, the toy, the and it was like big, it was huge. Yeah. That there was a lift that like the back came off, mm-hmm. so that you could stick the characters down inside of it. That was broken. It didn't have the back. They didn't have like the top lid. Uh, but it didn't matter. It was still so cool. Yeah, it's cool to have, but it probably wouldn't be worth really anything. 
Well, even if it's missing the back, I mean, maybe it's, I guess it's not complete. Yeah, you aren't going to get the full amount. I'm sure if you had, like, a Millennium Falcon in the box, you could get a good few hundred out of it. Well, I remember even seeing, because remember there was this big crate, I guess it started maybe in the 90s, I think it was in college, and I went to a, um, it was some store in the mall that had, like, all the retro toys. I guess it was yeah. really starting to come back. And I saw the Millennium Falcon there, and it was like 200 bucks. Wow. I'm just like, damn, I bought one for 50 cents. This thing's $200 now. But it's just amazing. Just And you think... I'm is, sure if you bought it back then, it'd still it'd be worth more now. And you ever think about this, too? The amount of money that your parents probably spent on just useless toys for you? Oh, yeah. I was a big guy I uh, to uh, collect the wrestling things, the little wrestling guys. So you had them all? I had uh, pretty much all of them for like a few waves there, and I had the big rubber ones too, right, and you, the ring. All right, so you I had that. Your thing, you two was wrestling. Yeah, a- and I also had all like every single He-Man character ever made. I still have them back at my mom's basement somewhere, and I've just I've been too lazy to put them on eBay. You should do that. They're worth a lot. Now. I also have the Voltron, the full cat, all five of them. Oh wow, that's be worth a. You know, nice chunk too. You know, I I'll think that, but then I bet I'll go somewhere and they're like, I'll give you fifty bucks for it. Fifty bucks, fifty bucks. Yeah, I was hoping to be like, you know, a couple thousand. <laughs> yeah, right. Take peanut. It's not made to a nice gold. restaurant. Stop. That's very sweet of you. What did you collect? Chunks? Uh, wait. <laughs> hmm. Everyone jumped on that one. <laughs> What'd Jeez. you say? Boogers. <laughs> Penises. What did you collect when you were growing up? Rejection. Huh? <laughs> Let's just keep going with it. It's great, yeah. Hmm. Picture of himself tucked. Neck hair. Yep. Bad calves. <laughs> so what, so, seriously, do you have toys? Because right now you have this insane collection of video games. Yeah. Which, by the way, all of your stuff is still sitting in my apartment, even though you have your own place. I need a ride to get them somehow. I give you 24 hours. I need a ride to get them. If you no, wouldn't no, no, no. mind, I use your car to bring them over. No, no, I'll no, do no. it. I say this. You have 21 hours and 40 minutes. If you do not have your stuff out of my apartment by tomorrow's showtime, it is going to be some of it up here, and we're going to burn it. Come on. I don't have a ride to pick it up. Well, then, I guess you have a bike. Oh, wait. No, you don't. Sorry. Hmm. You better figure out a way. You better make friends real fast. Because Peanut's got to need a place to stay, and your uh, beer cans... And Yankees jerseys and everything just sprawled out all over my second bedroom. There's beer cans in there? Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. From when? When was he just drinking beer in the bedroom? I have no idea. All the time. It's ridiculous. But I would appreciate it if all that was gone. All right, Matt Albert says he has a thousand top baseball cards, but he only bought the packs for the hard, rotten gum. You know, I still have... Uh, all the Desert Storm cards. There were Desert Storm cards? Oh, there no, Desert were. Storm, Desert Shield, both. I have both sets. All right, Trance is telling me on eBay there's a single Imperial Trooper unor- unopened. Bit is at 2500 bucks. Wow. <sighs> we're too rich as a society. Imagine what $2,500 can do. Buy you a Stormtrooper. And I had. I had like three of them. And I hated that they always turned yellow after a while. I had. Uh, where were you putting them? Okay. Well, I thought they wanted to go swimming. So, what chunks? I had the uh, that uh, Death of Superman comic book, the one where he uh, came back. What are we 
dorks? What are we talking about? Comic books now? No, Actually, but I had those too. Yeah, but the thing is, it was wrapped up and had like a poster and everything. I opened yeah. it up, hung the poster up, and it, it's worth so much if it's still in the bag. You see, I, I kept everything intact. That's the only reason I bought it because I knew it was going to be worth a lot, and I put it in my closet. And for some reason, the roof was leaking and it got water damage. Whew. My mom too, man. I, I hope she's not listening. And I don't mean it when I say I hate her, but... Does she collect those little trolls? No. Hmm. She threw away all my stuff. I had baseball cards. I had those... All the Star Wars stuff, He-Man stuff, G.I. Joes. You're yelling at your mom for throwing your stuff away, and you're telling me I got 24 hours to get my stuff out of your house? Yes. I don't have room. Well, she didn't have room either. Wrong. She's a mother. She's supposed to keep it. I'm not your mom. Because I don't, I don't have sideburns down there. Actually, you do. Oh, how do you know? I mean, you're hairy everywhere else. I'm just imagining. We looked while you were sleeping one night. <laughs> Good luck. Chris, Chris, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Yeah, this is the hideout. What is going on? No patience. Rachel, you're in the hideout. Hi. I just want to tell Chunks that I'll give you a ride if you need Oh, somebody got cut off. Oops. Oh, come on. Call back. Cell phone broken up on me. What about... Uh, the landline. That was odd. 407-916-1041. What about Transformers? Yeah, I had, I had a few Transformers. I still have that one that uh, a listener up in D.C. gave to us. That ass? Yeah. I threw that one away. I actually broke it. Ass sore? <laughs> ass sores? <laughs> You know what? For twenty five hundred bucks, you can buy your very own retarded fighting midget. Really? I need to save. We need one for the show. Hey, you know you guys still collect stuff though. That's kind of worthless if you think about it. Like what? Porn. Please. I Nothing. cycle it. Nothing useless about porn. Actually, I threw all mine out on my way out here. <laughs> I did and, too. And uh, I'm starting my collection over again. Why would you throw it out? Because you need to start over. Never. You have old favorites. You need to wipe the slate clean. <laughs> Ew. With a squeegee. You ain't playing. Some of them are just dirty. Chris, Chris, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, Chris? Yeah, Chunks, uh, sorry about that. I, my cell phone died, but I got it on the charge right now. Does Chunks need a ride? Oh, what the hell? You're in a bad cell or what? What the hell's going on, Chunks? What happened to him? Come on. And by the way, uh, Chunks is not getting a ride from a listener because the listener is not going to my apartment. I'll take a listener over to your apartment. No, you won't. Ha! I've taken a couple there already. Uh, by accident. <laughs> Jeff Farina, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Chunks, Poppy, I give you a ride all day long, wherever you want, all day long. All Chunks. right. Stop having your boyfriend call us. Your new queer friend, Chunks. It's true. Idiot. He took it like a man, so did I. But this guy, uh, with his collection of uh, of the Star Wars figurines, he's how much is he putting up to uh, get him found? $1,000? Yeah, $1,000. Something like that, yeah. That's ridiculous. So they're, they're worth way more than that. you got to pony up some more money. I think so, too. Weston, Weston, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Hey, when I was really little, I had these, uh, like, remember when Ninja Turtles toys were huge? Yeah. 
they were these Ninja Turtles Transformers toys. Like, oh, yeah, I you remember those. I had the Leonardo to, to turn into a fire truck. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they had those. That sounds like the greatest combination ever. What a combo, Ninja Turtles and Transformers. But could you imagine if you were a collector and you still had all this stuff? And what happened to this guy? He got ripped off? Is that what happened, Chunks? Oh, yeah. He, um, I guess somebody robbed him or they stole it from... Well, they were. I guess they were in a uh, storage unit. Someone broke into a storage unit. Probably someone who knew him because if uh, they know what's in a storage unit, it has to be someone who's familiar with them. Broke in there, took all the Star Wars toys, and uh, I, I think that's the only thing they took. So he's offering a $1,000 reward for whoever can find his Star Wars toys. It's like a uh, like dork Marco Polo. <laughs> so what did you say, Chunks? He has a press release? Yeah, he actually uh, released a... He actually has a press release. I guess he was kind of worked up over it. We felt the need to make a press release. All right, what do you got? You have it? Uh, yeah, I got it right here. You want me to read a little bit of it? Yeah, if you would. It's, uh, it's kind of interesting. You want me to put a little character into it while sure. I read it? Read it really like you think the dude who wrote it would want it. Okay. All right. A short time ago, in a padlocked storage unit, not so far away, a sickening tragedy has befallen me. At 4.06 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, in a brutal attack, my 92-piece Star Wars collection set was taken from my possession. Some of the items stolen from me include a Darth Vader carrying case, a rare <laughs> and beautiful tan-tan, and a rare blue snaggletooth featured in the katana scene in the first Star Wars film. This piece was especially important to me because its tusks were colored with blue dye number two as opposed to the common blue dye number three, which is featured on other versions of the action figure. I will finish out my twilight years never knowing the touch of a woman. The closest thing that I ever had to sexual intercourse was the intimacy I felt with these action figures, especially my coveted Princess Leia doll, which I have ran a batch to many a time before. <laughs> Sometimes with a wine and candlelight dinner set to the music of John Williams to amplify <laughs> the ambience of our love. Words cannot explain the feeling of loss that I have right now. When I wake up in the morning, my X-Wing troops can no longer flank me as I take my morning pee. The Galactic Senate can no longer have Senate hearings. And when I leave my mom's house in the morning, there will be no one to protect me from the wrath of the Imperial troops. I am not a violent man. But I swear to you this, if any, any of those action figures are harmed, there will be repercussions. If Jabba the Hutt loses his tail, if Luke Skywalker's lightsaber is bent, if any of the hairs on Chewbacca's head are misplaced, I swear to you, you will feel pain greater than the Death Star's destruction of the mining planet Tatooine. <laughs> or as R2-D2 puts it, beep, beep, whoop, beep, boo, nah, ba, ba. All I want is my family back. All of the Ewoks were like my children each with their own name and personality. What would you do if your children were kidnapped? Even though the perpetrator of this crime should suffer a fate worse than a thousand-year death pit featured in Return of the Jedi, I am willing to offer a reward of a thousand dollars or 25,000 Republic credits if the action figures are returned unharmed. 
Luke, I am your father, and Daddy's coming for you. Thank you. Jason Scott, Jedi Master of the Third Degree. A code worker just asked, is that a press release from Jimmy D? Possibly. That's crazy, though. I can't believe they would allow that to be a press release. That's not much of a press release, I don't think. All right, we'll take a well, break. He really wants his figurines back. I his guess. <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll come back. I think my favorite part of the press release was what he said, 25,000 Republic credits. <laughs> so hide out. Roll Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's El Hafe and J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, Dubs, you just heard from that guy, I guess Jason or something. Yeah. In his uh, press release, because his uh, Star Star Wars characters were missing. Yeah, someone stole them out of his uh, storage unit. Do you think you've had any movie that's had that much influence over you? I don't think I've ever had a movie that, you know, would, uh, you know, have me collect all these things and, uh, you know, go crazy if someone stole them. Is there a movie that's maybe engulfed your life that, like, like you look at that movie and you're like, that's, that's something I live by? You know, no. I, and that's odd because I'm a big movie goer. Mm-hmm. I've all, you know, I always love to watch movies and everything and I always get like a favorite that I'll watch for, like a month straight. But I never found one that says, hey, this is the story of my life. This is one that absolutely inspires you. Me. Do you have one? I don't think so. I think, I think I'm think i the same way where I don't think I look at a specific movie and says, this is something I'm taking from here and I'm going to live my life by it. I, don't th- I, don't, I think it's actually kind of silly if you live your life that way. Yeah, you? definitely. I don't know. What do you think? You What do you thought, Putin? Is there one that maybe you run your life by? The Big Lebowski. Yeah, I know a lot of people, they live their life by the the Big Lebowski. The dude. They all want to be the dude. Drinking their white Russians. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was thinking about, do they make cherry vodka sours here? Do you know? Why would I ever order that? How would I know that? That's my favorite drink. Cherry mm-hmm. vodka sour. Hmm. What? I like a fruity drink. What? Come on. Why are you I like a fruity me? drink. All right, you know. I like a fruity drink. I like a I like a I like a fruity drink. <laughs> Nate, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey Nate. Hello. Yeah, what do you How you doing, man? What do you got? Turn down your radio. Say what? Turn down your radio. Okay. You got a movie that you live your life by? Well, I mean, I don't live by it, but it's kind of more like everybody else that I know live by it is in Scarface. You know, everybody like kind of want to be like Tony Montana with the whole like they want to like get rich and just don't care what happens to them. It's you, kind of like, you know what, Nate? That's a good one, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of people who uh, live their life by that. In fact, I've, I've, I even <laughs> the Cuban family that I would that I lived with, it was all Scarface all the time. No doubt. The whole family, mom, dad, everybody. Wow, loved Scarface. Hey, does this mean anything to you, Putin? The dude abides. He's on the phone. It means everything to him. 
That's his life. The dude abides. Hmm. Michelle, Michelle, you're in the hideout. What do you got? Oh, thanks. Maybe my name should be what? Rochelle? What was what he thought I was? I don't know. He's retarded. His name's Putin. What do you got, baby? Hey, I'm cool as ice. <laughs> That's I'm not kidding. I swear to God on my life, you... I will watch that till the day I die. You uh, is that that's the ice the uh, vanilla, vanilla ice. ice yes I okay can I say something when you're a true no. fan you are a true fan you're a true vanilla ice fan a truly deeply honestly retarded forever no stop I, please now you're running a bit on us which I enjoy I had fun with that one here's, should, my, here's my favorite movie cool should, as ice we should run a train on her. If that's what you want to live your life by, then fine. Cool as ice. I hear the I hear the president actually is running his life, or, or reportedly the administration was inspired by a classic John Wayne movie. I guess I don't even know because I don't like John Wayne. Yeah. But Wayne's character, Captain Nathan Brittles, who is facing an Indian attack, or as I prefer to call him, Native American, advises a junior officer, "Never apologize, son. It's a sign of weakness." So that's his whole thing. He, he'll never apologize, even if he's been the most wrong. Because he doesn't want to seem weak. He's inspired by classic John Wayne movies. It makes sense. I mean, he always wears that stupid cowboy hat. I figured he would have been inspired by, like, Liar Liar. Well, if he was uh, inspired by that, he would never uh, apologize for it. I thought he was uh, inspired by Muppets Go to Space. That's what you he know, wanted to go to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> you see, he didn't want to actually send any real people up there. I want to send Gonzo. An animal. Or like, what if he's inspired by some movie where it's an underachiever who does well? Like the water boy? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he, he is the water boy. He can't speak or anything, but, you know, he's like the cheerleader, though. I heard in his college days, there are three movies that inspired him. Half-Baked, How High, and Friday. All right, maybe he wasn't in college then. I, I you know, he uh, he was inspired by Forrest Gump. <laughs> Another. I always want to shake the president's hand. He should be inspired by Verbal Advantage. <laughs> Not necessarily a movie, but some tapes he should watch. The tapes on how to improve your vocabulary. Is that what that was? Well, first he has to uh, figure out what vocabulary means, and then he can jump onto that one. I'm sorry, but if we're taking our um, foreign policy from a John Wayne movie... Yeah, that's crazy. We're in a little bit of trouble. Never say die. Bring it on. I think that's all he does. He watches a few uh, John Wayne movies before... He makes a speech. I've never and made throws it, him out there. I've never made it all the way through one John no, Wayne movie. No, they're terrible. Him and Elvis, I just don't understand why they get held up so high in this society. Well, Elvis, you know, he was a great musician at least. What? He danced. And he sang. Barely. He was howling at the moon. Oh, that was Ozzy. That was Bark at the Moon. All right, Ben says uh, W was inspired by Carl and Slingblade. <laughs> mm-hmm. French fried tears. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Matt Albert says inspired by Wag the Dog. 
And that one was based on the uh, Clinton administration, oddly enough. It's amazing how they're very similar. Yeah, it's uh, amazing how one catches flack, the other one, you know, basically gets it all bounced right off of them. Mm-hmm. Like our buddy uh, Ron said, Teflon president. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. You're so tiny. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 1041 star one zero four one on our singular wireless phones. Just finding out that the president was inspired, or the administration is inspired by some John Wayne movies. Yeah, you, uh, that's kind of their whole mantra. Just speculating as to maybe some other movies that they may be inspired by. John, you're in the Hideout on Row Radio. Yeah, man, I'm expired by Cheech and Chong, man, because of weed, you know. Hey, 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 smoke weed every day, dude. I'm happy for you. Congratulations. No, I didn't say Dumb and Dumber. That was too easy. And Super says uh, he was inspired by the Helen Keller movie. <laughs> it was more retarded. <laughs> All right, Matt Albert brings up a good one. Tommy Boy. Drunk party board takes over for his dad <laughs> and has one of his dad's cronies follow him around, a la Dick Cheney. Tommy Moy, that may be the perfect one. I think that is. I think that uh, fits almost too well. From now on. Almost as good as I am Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty close, too. That one is a good one, too. 407-916-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I got my cousin here, and it's just really uncomfortable because all you guys keep hitting on her during the commercial. We breaks. are not hitting on her. We're just trying to be nice. No, you're not. Well, Southern hospitality. I'm just being nicer like I am to everyone that comes in. You hate mm. everyone. Stop. Now, here's a question for you. Hmm. Are you bringing her up uh, Friday night for the Jedi Council? No. She can stay in here with me. Isn't that the policy now that all the hot chicks have to stay in a separate room than the guys? No. Like mine? You shouldn't have no. But, oh, you know what? Someone called earlier about expanding. They want to know if we can expand the open door policy to uh, Thursdays. And we're about to have to do something. Because yeah, because it's getting way too packed in here Friday nights from 9 to 11. Guys in there, girls in here. Which is actually really cool, you know, that everybody's coming up and hanging out on a Friday night. But we just got to figure out a way to uh, accommodate more people. Because everybody wants to come hang out in the hideout. It's the new. It's the biggest thing in Florida right now. <laughs> Some people like to go to bars. Other people like to go to radio stations. Whatever the case, everybody's a winner. We have fun. It was mm. a blast. What, Tommy? No, nothing. You honestly, you like, you say you really enjoy the people here. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know if they all were winners though. He was a. Oh, come on, it's the Jedi Council. We call it that for a reason. <laughs> I know. That's why I was saying. Hmm. And I know that uh, number two, Hooch, found a love connection. Hooch. Yeah. She she digs Link. Yeah, Link's her dude. Or apparently. I mean, they may have already had a falling out at this point. I know Link digs her. Yeah, I brought it up the first time he was in here. Maybe something happened. What happened between you two? Something happened? And it's now over? 
Um, I was just not interested. Oh, come on. you got to be interested in everybody. That's your job as an intern. I'm, I told him we could be friends. I have a boy. I don't need more. One's enough. You did the brush off, the let's be friends brush off to our buddy Link? Why would you do that to Link? Link came out to uh, Kathy Griffin this weekend. I saw him out there. Oh, did you? Him and his mom were out there. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. You may get a, get a treat, Ma. Ma wants to see she Kathy. Was, she was really cool. Me and her had a cigarette afterwards. What'd y'all talk about? I don't know. Just, you know. The show? No. Kathy Griffin? Yeah. She asked you out? No. No. She talked about Jimmy Dean and his glasses. Well, I think we uh, wanted to, but we weren't sure if it was okay because Jimmy Dean was standing there having a cigarette, too. Uh, that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. All right, somebody just, uh, all right, it's Empty Howie. Send me an IM saying, chunksdance.com is very funny. Yeah, make sure you, everybody goes to chunksdance.com. Apparently, it's the most viewed website on all of the internet, <laughs> which is a little crazy that it's already that big. Odd. <laughs> Don't we have audio from chunksdance.com? Look at you with your sunglasses on. What is it about? Don't we, Maverick? What? What? It's, it's nighttime and I'm wearing sunglasses. What's wrong with that? I'm inside. That is true. If that booth were Top Gun, he would be Maverick and Jimmy D would be Goose. I can see Goose. It. Is this what... Oh, this is uh on chunksdance.com. All right, I got to go to... All right, if you if you go to chunksdance.com and watch them dancing back and forth. Oh no no, I'm at jimmyd.fm. Oh no, is that what you're on now? Oh, they linked to the same site. Chunks, how does it feel to know that the most visited website on all of the internet is your website, chunksdance.com? Flattered. With your belly hanging over your panties. <laughs> Flattered. By the way, Peanut, he's hitting on you, but just know that's who's hitting on you. That's the... Uh, <laughs> I see. Oh, ruined for another one. Sorry, Chunks. <laughs> one down. If we could slowly get every chick to hate you. Tommy, I'm sorry. I've actually been rude. You get a better profile of you if you're in here, of uh, Peanut, if you want to come in here. Behave. I've already committed it to memory. Gotcha. So I don't have to stare. I just choose to. And I want this to be our bed music. I want this to be the bed music for whenever Chunks does weather. Or anything else. For the island. <laughs> Actually, keep this up. I don't guess I don't know if we could do this during our live raid, can we? Probably not. Damn it. Wake me up. Sing along, Chunks. I don't know the words. You're gay, right. gay. Alright. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll drop the soap unless you know what you want. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1.
Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's Half and Dubs. 407 888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Do you want to talk about your chick? Did she get a job? Yeah, she got a job. Uh, she started Monday. Congratulations to her. Is she happy with what she's doing? Uh, yeah, she's very happy. I mean, I know she she's just only been, Yeah, so she hasn't really got uh, gotten you know used to it yet. But she says everybody there is really nice, uh, so she's enjoying it. And that's part of the reason why I went to Thurston's today uh, was so we can have a car that both of us can drive. I had a stick, and it wasn't running that well anyway. And even if she could drive a stick, I wouldn't allow her because now, of how bad it's running. And I went to Thurston's, and they are hooking me up right now with a really nice car. Now, um, because of this, uh, the Thurston's thing, are you still going to also get a, your your mom's yeah. van, too? Yeah, I, I want two cars at our place, yeah. I like the fact that you're going to have just a big van. It's a very nice van, too. I always wanted a van. I mean, this thing's this isn't some like, little minivan. This is a big conversion van. It's like, uh, I think it's a, a Dodge Mark III van. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. We need something to carry your sister around in. <laughs> it's just not nice. You have to last word to bring her in and everything. You have to hog tie her. Put a muzzle on her. Does she have to have one of those handy, uh, handy borders? The, the things on the back of the van? Actually, we had one on our first van. It was already on it. So it came in handy for a lot of stuff. So creepy. Just you. And you know what? It got us parked in a lot of nice spots because it looked like... Oh, so you were yeah. able to park in the... So we allowed to park in like the handicapped spots without anybody really giving any question to it because we had the, the ramp on the back of our van. Now, is it wrong if you're driving some, like if you're driving a car that has the handicap, like license plates, and maybe you're borrowing the car, can you still park there? You can, but you can still get in trouble, I believe. Not if the car says it, right? Because I think it'd be really funny to park it and then just run into the store. <laughs> I, I think if you're if they see that there's not anyone really handicapped in the in the car, they can still bust you for it. Why do the handicapped get all the perks? They get all the good stuff. Have you ever noticed that there's not, never anyone parked in the handicapped spots? No. Never. Unless it's at the movies. Yeah. Then all of them are taken. I don't think those people are handicapped. Because I never see a handicapped person in my uh, in my theater. I never see a wheelchair in my theater. Those have good seats, too. Yeah. Well, sometimes you can get it if you just have, like, a limp. You know, I want to I want to uh, have a wheelchair and go to a ball game. They always seem to have very nice seats right next to the dugout. No, not all the time. No? No, yeah, I've seen it before. You have to buy cheap seats, too. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've been to games. I've been to a lot of ball games, a lot of ballparks. And, yeah, they usually, they you have, are, to, you have to spend so much. It depends on... Like a ticket, like you can buy certain places. I know at uh, at the original Tiger Field, they only had one place and it was perfect. You know, it was a great field too, mm-hmm. Tiger Stadium. Mm-hmm. That was a great place. They got baseball around here. They have like yeah, double A or triple A or something I'm around sure. here. Sure, they have to. They um, we don't have anything like during the year. We have spring training here. The Braves play at Disney and the Astros play in Kissimmee. Right. And it's pretty big during spring training. Like, oh, everyone yeah. goes out. But 
Nothing during the year. We don't have our own team or anything. But there's not no, even like, like a minor. There's no double A or triple A. I could have sworn there was. There might be, but if there is, no one knows about it. All right, somebody let me know because I love I love minor league baseball. That's a lot because it's like they do a whole show. Did I? Th- did you know that I was uh, like a? I did the PA for minor league baseball. No. For Lansing Lugnuts. Oh, did you? For the now, single I don't. Th- I don't think they're minor league anymore. I think they got dropped. I don't think they're anybody's uh, farm team anymore. They were, I thought they were still with the Cubs last year. I know. I got the new. Uh, MLB 2005 for uh, PlayStation t- uh, th- uh, 2, and uh, they didn't have the minor. They had all the other minor league teams, but they didn't have the Lug Knights. All right, people say the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yeah, I guess that. I mean, you know, it's not here, but I wouldn't make a, I wouldn't mind making a road trip down to see the D Rays. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. You want to go and they play the Yankees chunks or the Red Sox? Because I forget you like both teams, right? No. Who do you prefer, Red, Red Sox? Sox. Oh, I like the Yankees. Oh, that clip didn't make it on the computer. Oh, did you see, What do you think about this, Chunks, where Steinbrenner has actually said the Yankees are letting down the city of New York? Well, they're not playing to the best of their ability. Right. I wouldn't go that far, but you know, I'm really not happy with the performance either. Really? Yeah. How bad is it? Must we talk about this? Yeah. Where, are, they, are they still in last place? I haven't been I able think, to I check think the Randy paper. Johnson's five and five now. Ooh man, that was money well spent. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do believe he's five and five. How's A Rod working out for uh, the Yankees? I don't know. You know, I'm isolated from TV and uh, newspaper or anything like that. So you know, I don't. I don't know. Great. That's what we have doing our show prep. Yeah, that's perfect. In my mind, they're in first place. Okay, what is that? Oh, your mind is completely wrong. <laughs> All right, then I guess in my mind, the Mavs won the uh, championship. Douche chill. No. It's just kind of sad, actually. Berto, you're in the hideout. What's going on, Berto? Not a damn thing. Just getting out of work. Uh, that minor league baseball, they got it down in uh, Kissimmee where the Astros play. They got, uh, I think, AAA and AA over there. Do they really? Yeah, I used to go to school over there in the Gateway right across the way from it, and they had them all the time. Who Are they affiliates or what? They're the minor league baseball of... The Astros. The Astros in spring training, they come there and they play. You can buy you can buy tickets for like five bucks to go watch the Astros play spring training. All right, that's beautiful. Thank you, Bert, though. Yeah. We gotta right. do that. I will go. I love minor league ball, man. I love to go watch a baseball game. I can't stand to watch it on TV. I love it. I, in fact, I come over Sunday. It must be hell for you. Yeah, I just leave usually. Because I come over on Sunday afternoons and Dubs is cooking and I'm just watching whatever baseball's on television. I leave because of the baseball and you scratching yourself. It's really not appropriate on the couch. Did your chick say anything about it? Yeah, she's thoroughly disgusted. You gotta get the vacuum out. <laughs> vacuum you have to up. clean up that hair. Yeah. <laughs> little pubes that fall. Nothing little about You're You're shedding like crazy. That's disgusting. Shh, you keep quiet, Peanut. No one said for you to talk. Want me to talk about mine? No. Mm. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Stop. You want to talk about yours, Peanut? No. <laughs> Stop it already. Oh, Guarantee no. landing strip. Behave. Come on. All right. Look. I'm going to ask you. That's so hot. I'm going to say to the mic. Stop. Is it shaped like a heart? Stop it. Oh, no. Please. Their brothers and family is listening. I'm begging of you. It's so dirty. Hey, try playing those clips with my sister again. Yeah, but your sister doesn't care. And she's a pig. No one's thinking about her sexually. Her fat husband is. Ugh. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Is that your sister there? That's sex going on right there. Oh, she got excited. 
Greg, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, boys? What's, what's up, up, Greg? What up, dope? Baseball. What's going on on that uh, that Yankee waste of money? <laughs> yeah, Chunks, why don't you do a little Yankee minute? I, I don't really have one in my heart right Isn't now. Isn't that amazing how much money they spent? And let's see. You know what Steinbrenner has never understood is that if you're going to spend money, you've you got to get people that are going to gel. You can't get too many stars because everyone wants to be a star and they'll never gel. Exactly. Look at the Marlins. That, that's what the Marlins did the, the two years they won the, the pennant. I, dude, I'm right with you. I think, thank you for the phone call. Is it tough being a Yankees fan? Or are you still living off all those championships? I'm still getting over the Knicks, let alone now I'm getting disappointed by the Yankees. I think you have a new team you should root for. A team called the Boston Red Sox. Never. I'm not I thought you loved them. No, I'm never getting the mark of the beast put on my head. The mark of the beast. <laughs> That's what that beast is. You get mark of the D put on your head. Hmm. Mushroom stamp. Hmm. That's the team you want to play for. Jimmy? <laughs> Right, I didn't know if the Jimmy D jokes. Now <laughs> he, it's just too easy. He didn't say Jimmy D. You're the one that just said Jimmy D. Yeah, because I wonder. We say D and then Jimmy. Andrew, you're in the hideout. Jimmy the Jew. Well, first of all, you got to say it's the greatest game of all time is the Chicago Cubs. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah. And, and Steinbrenner, he picks guys, you know, who were born in like 1900. Right. Uh, anyways, um, there's also minor league baseball out in Daytona. Oh, Daytona's a place to go for it. Yeah, Chicago. Uh, Chicago has a has a uh, single A team out there. Now, is uh, is their team cursed by the goat too? Probably. Mm. So <laughs> I cry every year. I'm sure, bro. I'm really sorry. That's got to be the worst. Chicago is Chicago like the most underachieving sports town, like major sports town. I thought DC was. Yeah, DC's pretty bad. But at least they have some like football championships and stuff. I mean, hmm. Chicago had that one in they the had 80s. the Bulls though. I mean, the Bulls oh, yeah, made up true. for a lot of stuff. True. Yeah, I totally forgot about the Bulls because they've completely fallen off the map. I would say. Well, what about Indiana? That, I might go with them. Dallas is another one too. Where as much as I'm a big fan, but they had the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys save them. The Stars too, I suppose. That's like interesting. That's an interesting question. Most underachieving town. Buffalo. I don't think. I, mean, I, would, I don't know if they consider it a major. I think to be an underachieving town, you'd have to have multiple franchises. They have the Bills, Sabres. Sabres. What yeah. about Miami? Yeah, Miami. Heat. Well, they got the Marlins though. Marlins yeah. have won a couple and, championships, and so have the Dolphins. Yeah, that was forever ago though. Yeah. I'm willing to say anything 80s on. Like if you haven't won anything in the last 20, 25 years, as far as the sports. Town, and you got at least three of the four. Well, actually, nobody has four anymore. But if you have at least, you know, two or th- two of the three, maybe yeah. sports towns. Mm, that's an interesting one. I got to look. I got. I got to like look at a, a roster or something of who's got what. Like league info. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Detroit. The only thing that saves you guys is the Red Wings. No, we got the Pistons now, too. Ah, that's right. You get the damn Pistons. Which, by the way, the Pistons will win the championship. You called it last year. I thought you were crazy last year. Yeah, they got it. Joe, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, Joe? I got uh, the most underachieving sports town. It's got to be Seattle. All right, let's think. Got- Mariners haven't done anything. They have gotten to the, they got to the uh, playoffs for a while, but they didn't win anything. Yeah, the they Seahawks won. They haven't done the- anything. 
they said the regular season win record that year and lost in the first round of the playoffs. Seahawks, um, Supersonics. Yeah, that might be the most underachieving sports town. That's a good one, Joe. You know what? You, you win a prize. A major team in every sport and nothing. That's yeah. a good one. Hold on, Joe. You win a prize, brother. Hold on. That's a that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, I may help you said Seattle, too. Yeah, darn it, I don't get a prize. Yeah, but, you uh, do. Yeah, you uh, well, yeah. The w- WNBA last year was the uh, won the championship, and that was like Stop the biggest it. deal in Seattle. Stop it! Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the seat. The seat chickens don't do anything. The Mariners won 116 games and still lost. And yeah, you know, there's, you... there's some basketball team called the Sonics that uh, lost in the first round, so they're yeah. all pathetic. All right, you win a prize too because you. I saw you both. You went up at the same time, and he seems a little dejected from it all. Yeah, you know what? Seattle may be the most underachieving sports town in the history of sports. Because even L.A. had the Lakers, New York has had its heyday, Chicago, Philly. L.A. doesn't have a football team, though. What about Philly? Think about Philly in the last 20 years. The Sixers haven't won anything? Phillies, I think, won one recently, didn't they? No, they lost to the Blue Blue Jays. How about the uh, Sixers? What have they done? Nothing. They've gotten to the playoffs, but Iverson hadn't taken them to the... He took them to the finals once, but they didn't win. Not even since 80? And and you got to consider, too, potential. Mm-hmm. What about the Eagles? And yeah, where the they... Eagles are... I, they just have been on that. The funny thing about the Eagles is it's like, been like the last four years where they look like they can go all the way. The Flyers, I think, have won the Yeah, the recently. Flyers, but I, I, I don't think we can consider that right now if the league's not even up. Craig, you're in the hideout on Rob Radio. Yeah, I was calling in to to say Philadelphia as well, and um, I was when you say underachieving, you also got to say that they have the potential, and they underachieve and don't fulfill the potential like the Eagles have, then in uh, the Sixers, I think it makes them even worse. You know, Craig, that's a great point. Uh, something to go along with that. Yeah, that. because they had so much potential, and they always came short. All right, that's Ted, truly underachieving. Ted, you're in the hideout. What's going on, Ted? Nothing. I'm angry. That guy took my flame and fury. I'm from Seattle, and I have been a proud, mediocre fan for <laughs> 20 plus years. God bless you. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, brother. That's well, gonna... you, you you have that hope at the beginning of the year, you know, and, and you 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 kind of you kind of swallow that hope, and then as the season progresses in any given sport, you kind of have that deep sigh and go, all right. Yep, I, I'm a lifelong Lions fan, and I have that every year. Off season is the best part of the season for me. All right, thanks, Ted. I appreciate that. And sorry, quick break. We'll come back. Some people have some interesting ones, some ones I hadn't really ever thought about. There are some good ones up there. Uh, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's FA and Dubs. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Somehow, I don't even know how we get into it. We were talking about underachieving, underachieving sports towns, because I wanted to find out about baseball around here. Yeah. I want to go see a minor league game, and somehow we got into it. Yeah, I thought Chicago may be most underachieving sports town, but and we, were we just... came up with uh, Seattle as a very... Underachieving and the, cri- the criteria is that you have at least two of the three major sports. I prefer all three. Yeah. And that you haven't really won anything, and I'd say the last 25 years, since 1980. Mm-hmm. Rich. Oh, damn it. I, for some reason, I lost Rich. Gordon. Gordon, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, Gordon? 
Hey, guys, I know you're talking about towns, and I guess you could say Minneapolis, but really it's Minnesota. They got three teams, and they all underachieve. All right, let's think about it. Vikings. Yeah, nothing. Timberwolves. And, and uh, Timberwolves. The Twins. They, 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 they get to the playoffs every year, but they just can never get past the Yankees. They can never get out of the second round. They just can't ever get nowhere. Hmm. I mean, that's yeah, not that's a, frustrating. They're there every year. They win the division every year. Just can't get nowhere. I hear you. with the Vikings. Uh, that's a good one, the Gordon. Offense, somewhat good defense, but get to the playoffs. What they do, they bow out every time. By the way, did you, uh, Dubs, did you hear about Ontario Smith? Yeah. Out for the season for uh, Minnesota. We don't talk too much sports here in the hideout, but this is just something as, because I'm from Dallas. Mm-hmm. And obviously we have the Cowboys, and that carries us. But even now, I mean, that was in the early 90s. Oh, I got to go home and watch uh, NFL Total Access tonight. Joey Harrington's then. Please. What are you going to do? Sit there and run a batch to it? I wish. I know you love him in a very weird way. All right, here's Rich is back. Rich, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, what's boy. up, Rich? What you got, Bo? It's got to be Atlanta. I mean, think about it. Baseball-wise, how many years have they won the division title in the last, what, 15 years? And they've never gone any farther than that? All right. And then you take in the Hawks, for example. I mean, not that they're supposed to be good or anything like that, but, you know, they're around. And then you have Vic and the Falcons, who are supposed to go every year, and, you know, they haven't done anything there either. You know, wow. Man. How long ago was it that, uh, that they won? That's a great What was it, 93? Well, 93, the Braves won, didn't they? Wasn't it something like that? Yeah, that was their last. That was that was their last one. Was the last, but I mean, you know, they've been there every year. They've been the division leader every year, and they don't make it out of the first yeah, round you, of the playoffs. You got M- Major League. You know, that's so. that's a good one, Rich. Major League, the movie. That's Cleveland. Ah, uh, whatever. So they don't even have that. Kevin. Braves, Indians. Kevin, you're in the hideout. What do you got, buddy? I, got, I think I got the ultimate one right here. I got three major teams: the Browns. Cavaliers and the Indians. Whoa. All right. There you go. That Don't rock- even make the playoffs. It's a crap town, though, too, so it's it, expected. Yeah, I it's mean. terrible. It, that's a good one. You know what? Somebody had something up earlier, and thanks for the call, Kevin. How about just the state of Ohio? Yeah, they haven't done anything. The Bengals, nothing. I think I like judging them more on the potential of the town. Yeah. Like, I think that. Now, can you put uh, if you're putting a whole state in there? Can you put uh, college teams in? Because they got the Buckeyes. That's not enough. Okay. Because the Buckeyes, many years, could probably have beaten the Bengals or the Browns. That is true. Do you think a college team could beat a pro team? You know, Miami fans think they could, <laughs> but I don't think so. I'd put the I would put the Hurricanes or even some of those Gators teams. I'd put them up against some of the crappier pro teams. No. I mean, a pro team is all uh, at least semi-standout college players with more experience. There's no way. I think the, I bet the Miami Hurricanes could have beaten up. Well, who's the worst team in the NFL? The worst team in the NFL Lions? this last year? No. Lions. You want the, this last year? I'd say it was. Uh, uh, I would say it was the 49ers. Forty Nineers, or maybe the Dolphins. So Miami versus Miami. Either one. Wow. Yeah, Miami without Ricky Williams. Mm-hmm. Jay Fiedler at the at the helm. All right, you know what? I would have seen. All right, I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. How are you not picking the Hurricanes in that? 
Well, they did beat the uh, the Patriots, though, so that was their one bright spot. Matt, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Matt? Well, as much as I hate to do this, i got to kind of back up dubs on Chicago. you got the Bulls. you got the uh, Blackhawks. You've got the White Sox. And on top of it, you've got the Cubs. And the and the Bears too have even yeah I mean well, even yeah, when even I'm when sorry, the Bears got the Bears on top of it even when the Bears were good they weren't as good as they should have been. Here's the thing though with that Matt I think the criteria I mean the Bulls won six championships but they they they've uh, overloaded their uh, town with teams so I think that takes away from the Bulls a little bit. I don't know. Nah I don't know they've won seven championships in the last twenty five years between the. Between the Bears and the Bulls, it's not. That's yeah, it's too much. It's way yeah. too much. And I would say, God damn those Bulls. I would say Detroit if it weren't for the Red Wings, because I don't even count hockey. Oh, Pistons. God damn, I keep forgetting about the Pistons. And I keep. They're about them. to have four in the last twenty years. I keep. I'm. I'm just remembering that the teal Pistons. Whose idea was oh, that? Oh God! To... And wasn't it so odd. Right when they went to teal, they became completely horrible, and then when they went back to the regular colors, yeah. they were good. El Senore, you're in the hideout. All right. Hefe, let me ask you a question. I got two. First off, first one is, you guys work in the evenings, and you don't get to watch the playoffs. How can you find the time to still get enough knowledge to talk about it? I don't know. I think just because we're dudes. I think, like, the only thing we read in the paper is the sports section, and mm-hmm. we watch Sports Center. And I tape games sometimes. Let me be honest with you, too, man. Maybe at some point in my career I'll just talk sports radio. It's sports radio is so easy when you think about it. When you think about you have something every day you can talk about. Yeah, no matter what. Like this is this has been the easiest half hour we've probably been while we've probably done while in Orlando. Uh, let me make it difficult for you. I got a deep question. Okay. If if you've done everything right and your girl's tired of it and you love her, but there's nothing you can do, what do you do? All right, so hold on a second. So you've done everything right. Right. And your girlfriend doesn't want you anymore? She's uh, expecting too much. Move on. It's a lover, but... How old are you? 23. How old is she? 23. Are you two 23-year-old people, and you've been in love, and you've had some good times. I say you send her to Australia and say, see you later. All right, cold on payment. hi That's cold. That's cold, man. I love her. Here's the thing. All right, hold on. I'm going to have you hang up and listen. Run. Here's what you do. You're 23 years old. You get the mm-hmm. axe. Stop, Bateman. Borrow a Dubs van. No you can knows. anytime you want. Thank you. I might be taking a trip to L.A. soon. I don't know. I'm there for you. Here's the point. I got a knife. Stop it already, because this could be used as evidence. So stop. <laughs> Does they find anything? You never leave evidence. You're two 23-year-old people. Mm-hmm. You break up and you move on. Yeah, I mean... Because if you're already having issues at this point, my friend, it's early. Yeah, I mean, imagine when you're 35 and you're still dealing with the same old crap. Always move on. Do you know how many people are in this world? What is it, like three billion? Closer to six, I think. Yeah, I think six. Six billion people in the world? Yeah. I'm sure you can find a mail-order bride that you like. If you tried hard enough, if you tried hard every day to go out and meet one new person a day, you're going to meet somebody else you're going to fall in love with. Yeah. I think I have tonight. Are you referring to my cousin, Peanut? Leave Peanut alone. Oh, Peanut. All right, that's it. Chunks, you get abuse tomorrow. I'm going to go home. 
where all your boxes are still in my apartment for some god-awful reason and use them as toilets. Hey, Hefe, uh, I'm not going to say anything about your cousin anymore. She is very pretty, but I do think we could work her into the show. The hideout. The hideout. G, G, string, string, flame, flame. Yes, that's too much. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do a nice say to that one. <laughs> I say. <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. Something other than sports. I feel oh. like a dude, though. Isn't that kind of yeah. cool? We're talking dude stuff. Two men talking about some balls. That's us. We're the hideout. On Real Radio 104.1. We're talking to your cousin like that. Everybody. Go! You say Mo. Speaking of, all right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio Mo. 104.1. <laughs> um, I posted chunksdance.com on uh, MySpace. Uh huh. Wheeler gets back to me. He goes, dude, um, we got a buddy who, when he whines, sounds just like Chunks, so we now call him Chunks. Nice. So chunks is being uh, used as an insult uh, nickname to people. Stop chunking. That's how I got the name. It was an insult to me when I got it. You're an insult to us. <laughs> I wouldn't advise using Google to find that website, though. What? Uh, chunk stances? Chunkstance.com? Yeah. Yes. My favorite website of all time. I uh, saw on CNN that some people are complaining about Google. Um, the story was, says, like many other online businesses, Google, Google tracks how its search engine and other services are used and who uses them. Google holds on to that information for years. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, how do they know who uses them? I guess by, like, your IP and stuff. Oh, wow. So if you search for something really disgusting, like every time I've searched for midget porn, they still have it. Actually, you know what's funny is... <laughs> midget in quotes plus porn in quotes. I actually have a friend that works at Google... And uh, he's a genius. He's actually a former uh, male model friend of mine. We used to work together. What? Yeah, we were at Google or male modeling? Male modeling. We used to bang chicks in Europe together. It was good times mm-hmm. back when we were young. And uh, so I, I didn't realize you were old now at 26. Yeah, well, you know, I say my best days are ahead of me. but <laughs> I guess in male model years, though, you are old. He was 29, so he was a little over the hill. Right, I hear you. He actually uh, helped me out, and uh, I actually found some stuff that you guys used to Google. In the past few years, well, how did like, you get our IP address? Like us? Yeah, I told him like where you guys lived, and somehow I don't know how he did it. He ended up like narrowing it down. Now I know you're great at researching, but this is uh, I can find anything on the internet. Creepy. He has. Tommy is an amazing producer because he has found some stuff that I'm like, yeah, and he finds it so quick too. And actually, it's usually with Google, I guess, because your buddy taught you like all the tricks. Yeah, well, I mean, imagine if I had access to all these files. All right, so what what did your buddy find? Um, for you, Hefe, actually, you, you typed in this one quite a bit. How to act Mexican. <laughs> Come on! That's... Wow, yeah, well, I mean, I guess you haven't found any good sites on it yet, huh? No. Nah. And also, uh, this came up quite a bit. Transplant hair from your back to your head. Okay, I... You need that. Look, I'll be honest with you, it's not fair that I uh, have to shave my head, but my back is uh, like a sweater. Can you explain this one? What is Freddie Prince Jr.'s home address? 
That's just. Did creepy. you find it? I thought I actually did that one and asked Jeeves. No. And somewhere else. It came up three hundred times. <laughs> Look, I'm a fan. Summer Catch is a great movie. Whatever. All right, and I'm disgusted by this next one. What to do if baby wipes don't do the job? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> <Huh. laughs> what, what are you doing with the baby? No, I don't have a baby. I got baby wipes because I got to clean up because, oh. again, I'm hairy. Ugh. And the most common one that came up was how to work out and not lose weight. <laughs> All on the Google search engine in the past few years. Well, that's worked out for you, and I'm glad you've done it. You I just wanted, to, lot, I wanted to see why. Possibly it could be because of the supersized meal that we got last night after working out. <laughs> Oh, what is Dubs? What was on Dubs's then? Dubs goes back quite a bit, actually. Um, one was for buck tooth reductions. Oh, come on. That's right, Bucky. I was 14. Bucky. I didn't even know they had the internet there. <laughs> the funny thing was, he actually looked for Jelly Roll Remover. I do need that. Jelly Roll Johnson was looking for Jelly Roll Remover. You've slimmed up a little bit, though. Yeah, I've lost like 30 or 40 pounds in the last five or six months. Now, I will give him credit for this. He was actually using Google for educational purposes. So when he's growing up in Fowlerville, Michigan, he actually looked, uh, what does a black person look like? I'm from Michigan, several different times. It's called go down to, uh, go down, what is it, 90 or 75? 96? Or, yeah, 96, down to Detroit. Oh, we don't do that. We've heard bad things. Yeah, he just wants to know what they look like. Yeah, right? yeah I, mean, I don't, I don't yeah. yeah. It's baby steps. You're so, I hate you and your <laughs> racist ways. He was also looking for nicotine IVs. Nicotine? Yeah, just IVs. No, so he doesn't even have the smoke. Or nicotina. I, no, does it, shut up, Dubs. Does it come in uh, nicotine in a liquid form? How about that, Dubs? If you could quit smoking, but they had like something, up, something special. <laughs> I mean, that, that's was, all I needed is to get rid of the nicotine. Where it was caffeine and nicotine in, like, Ooh, the same drink. Would you I love, love it? it? Well, while you're getting rid of the nicotine, it also says you uh, were looking for nipple reducers. Yeah. And, well, and I know I know. Uh, trying to cut them off or burn them off didn't work. Oh. I tell you what, give me some scissors. I'm telling you, I'll take care of it right now. You don't no, have to pay me. No, I can't do it again. We'll do it at the next live I broadcast. I can't do it again. It hurts so bad. <laughs> One of the worst pains in the what world. What about chunks? What did chunks look up? Actually, the the most common one for dubs that came up was uh, how to decorate your hemorrhoids. I guess Actually, there's... I found I found some good stuff with that. It's like an Easter egg, you know. You get like kind of like the vinegar water, and you. Oh, I would think it's hemorrhoid recipes. I don't know. It sounds like he has little suits or something he puts on them. <laughs> Just like my cat. <laughs> what about chunks? What was on chunks? Uh, suicide dot com came up a lot. <laughs> A lot. Yeah. Uh, how to hide your man boobs came up a lot, obviously. That apparently hasn't been paying attention. Yeah. I couldn't find anything. He was, uh, this one came up like several hundred times. How to lose at everything you do. <laughs> I guess there's several sites on that. Also, this came up almost as much. How to repair your broken dignity and self-esteem. That's come up a lot in the past year, I've noticed. It's helped me. Why the last year? What's well, changed over the last year? Hmm. I don't know. I met you two. Oh, Three. You know what? I want to know something about you, Chunks. Yeah. Uh, when you first met us, did you think we were the way we are? What do you mean? Like uh, crazy, sick, insane? No, not at all. I figured maybe, hey, maybe they're just doing shtick for the radio, but when you talk to you in real life and everything, and no, definitely, definitely not. Would you say that accepting the internship at WJFK where we first started together, that that was a blessing, or do you, if you could do it all over again, would you have rather gone somewhere else? No. I had to change my major to economics. 
what, yeah. sit up for another six years? Hmm. Why don't you use physical education? Because one that comes up a lot on your Google history is, what part does B.O. come from? Uh, all right. You should know. Follow your nose, dick. Hmm. <laughs> Every part. Just look at the stains under your arms. Yeah. But, but the one that came up the most for him was excuses not to work out or have sex with women. Hmm. That one you seem to have capitalized on. Whatever. Well, did you did you have your buddy look for you? Yeah, I just see what came up a lot. Um, you know, uh, male modeling support groups. He actually knew several of those because, you know, it's hard being this good looking. And one, another one that came up a lot was what to do if you're too good looking. I have that problem. Um, also, uh, how do you deal with that? It's hard. It's it'll take too long to to get into it. It's it's kind of painful. It's a touchy subject still. I also looked up women that like to get beat. I did that one a lot. And uh, <laughs> but the most common one I looked up was uh, women that like to get beat but don't know it yet. <laughs> take a break. How many of those are there? We'll take. A That's break. the most recent. We'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hot Out Row Radio 104.1. Tefe and Dubs about to wrap this one up on a Tuesday night. That's fun tonight. Yeah. You know, both uh, tonight and last night flew by. It really has. You know, let's talk to Peanut. Peanut, who's not used to the radio business. My cousin who's in uh, visiting from Texas Tech in Lubbock. What do you think? You've now officially sat in, I guess, on your first radio show. Um, Did it seem like four hours? Has no, it, it didn't. Has it flown by? Yeah, it did flow by. Dubs, have you ever thought about how long four hours is? Oh, definitely. And you don't think about it until like you're out of the studio and like in your car and you go do something that you can normally do during a day. And you like I, I I'm usually driving around while Shannon Burke's on the on the air, and I'll uh, you know leave at like eleven or something. I'll go someplace, be in there for a couple hours, feel like I've been there all day, come back out in my car. And there's Shannon and, uh, and the crew still on the air, and it's just like, wow. Four hours are long. I'd love to at some point just kind of get a feel for what people are doing while listening to the hideout. Like, actually, you know what? Tonight's been an honor. I've gotten so many MySpace requests, like friend requests tonight. One specifically, I guess, from Kim, who even sent me a little... Uh, a bunch of dudes? No. This chick sent me a message, and I, um, she was like, she listens at work. And so she was real appreciative. I guess she listens at work, and... Um, just does some, actually, all right, she actually telling me right now, I got her, uh, her message back. She runs tests on some sort of frequency con- control devices. On animals, I, I guarantee it. I She's, wish. Uh, testing stuff on little rats nice. and monkeys. Would you want a job like that where you're torturing animals? No, I couldn't do it. Really? No, no way. You know, I want one specific job. What's that? Uh, to torture your cat. Why would you want to torture my cat? In fact, I wanted to get your cat involved in the show. What was it? I found something that would be perfect for Sadie Lou. You want to have a cuddle party with her? No, it actually happened in uh, Miami. Where we sit there and kiss her? All right, here's the stunt for her. Mm-hmm. Couple accused of tossing kittens out of their car on their drive to Sunday morning church service. That doesn't seem Jesus-like. You make a sacrifice. No way. Let's sacrifice your cat. What, and throw her out the window? How about we do it like this? Here's the perfect way to sacrifice your cat. 
You ever seen the movie Braveheart? Yeah. Where they put it and they like pull the limbs off? Uh, no, there's no way we're pulling the limbs off my cat. If we put your cat like on this little like wooden thing, and we tied these nice little ropes around her paws and her head, and then we slowly just pulled. Hey Sadie. <laughs> I, I like the idea of like t- tying her arms out, kind of pulling them out a little bit, just so we can get a, a clear view of her face to kiss. You know, and she can't put her paws in front of you. You're just kissing her, giving her loving. I like that. I hate you and your cat. Why? Can we get a gun? Is that her? Is she here? When are you going to bring your cat up? She's not allowed up. Why? Because you're going to hurt her. No, I won't. I swear. And she'd get freaked out. She don't like people. She's like me. How about we see if we can throw her off the fourth floor and see if she lands on her feet? Not going to happen. Nothing where we're putting my cat in danger. You see how I just come up with ideas? All ideas. Why don't we uh, take your frog and... Oh. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. My precious frog who died before, right before I moved. I'm sorry about that. By the way, that frog dying... Mm-hmm. I, I even told you this on the air. I was like, it's time for us to leave D.C. I just knew it. For some reason, that dog, that frog dying was like, my time here is done. How long had you had it? Two and a half years. Pretty yeah. much the run of D.C. Yeah. It was a it was a really cute toad. No, it was a baby. It was a big dwarf frog. It was great. Mm-hmm. I know how it would have loved Florida. The, the smile that that toad would have had on his face. It was a him. big dwarf frog, not a toad. Did you bury it or flush it down the toilet like we used to flush <laughs> yeah. our old fish? No, I buried it. Remember that? It. Yeah. I buried now, it. did you play the toadies in the background while you did it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not play the Toadies, a great Texas band. And it wasn't a Texas. Yeah, I think they're from Dallas. Yeah, they were from Dallas. Remember, that was a big deal. Rubberneck? Huh? The album, Rubberneck. Is that what it was? Yeah. I just remember that song, Possum Kingdom. Yeah. I remember the, the fat woman drummer. Okay, come on. What is this for? It was a big dwarf frog. Make up your mind. What the hell? I thought we were talking about your stupid cat. No, we're talking about your toad. Chunks, do you have any animals? We're talking about a lake. Come on, man. That's a, that's a touchy subject. Why would you do that? That still burns a little bit. <laughs> you were, so what, I couldn't even make jokes about your other cat that died. Hey, I had to put it to sleep. It was only a kitten. What was the name of that cat? Isabel the Hurricane. Dove's got a kitten right around the time of uh, the Hurricane Isabel. Mm-hmm. He named it Isabel the Hurricat. And what happened? Uh, she ended up having, uh, her heart was enlarged, and she had uh, um, fluid in her lungs. Too bad that couldn't happen to Sadie. Yeah. See, it's not so funny, is it? Hurts a little bit, doesn't it? Well, my mine was a cat that had personality. Yours was just a toad that swam around. No, it didn't. It would came up and give you hugs, and it was a big dwarf frog. <laughs> no, how would it give you a hug? That was disturbing the way you treated that toad, man. You'd go home, I'd I'd be hanging out at your house, and you'd start tickling the glass like, oh, little froggy, 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 froggy. That was disturbing, man. That was. You don't do that to to a toad. It's not a toad. 
the funny thing is, he used to make it dance like the WB frog. He'd take it out and like start kicking his legs. Around. I didn't. At least I didn't dress it like your stupid cat. You did. He put a top hat in. Uh... No, I didn't. Come on. You want it louder? All right, ADF writes in. By the way, they're still listening. I guess all our buddies from Ronda Fez are still listening. Burying the frog, did you get choked up a little? You know, a frog in your throat. <laughs> no. Well, yes. All right, enough with the laugh track. It's, it's bad enough with you guys. How about this track? Stop laughing! <laughs> All right. Now, gypsies with Jesus now. I guess. Really don't know. Really not sure. Hope she's having fun. There is a toad Jesus. heaven. There's not a no in it. All right. Don't we have other music we should play? Be playing right now. Isn't it time to go? Twenty seconds. No! I don't want to listen to this for 20 seconds then. Angel killed it? Where has he been? Where's Darone, too? I saw Angel today. Darone even called me. Angel's here like 23 hours a day. Oh, is he? Yeah, but he's... Promotions? I don't know. He's working on his own show, I guess. Yeah, he has a weekend show. Hmm. All right, guys. I guess that's it for the show tonight. I didn't really want to end on a sad note, but I guess we are. <laughs> no, it's sad. It's sad. Okay, come on, guys. Can we just end the show? Go home and cry. Five thousand. No, not five. I'm done. You go home then. <laughs> um. Uh, here was the deal. <laughs> Beat it. Go away. Coming up, uh, Monsters in the Morning. Wake up with the Monsters in the Morning. Shannonburg Middays. Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. We will be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Are you still talking? Yes. This is The Hideout. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Stay, stay classy, Orlando. Way out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. <laughs> Shot it! <laughs> Mo. I'm lazy and fat. Shut up, Tug. Take it like a man. I'm about to. Your new queer friend, Chunks. He took it like a man, so did I. Oh, Jada. Oh, baby. Oh. oh, my goodness, Chunks. You're so tiny. That's so hot. I hate vagina. I'm a sexy looking dude. I'm a dirty slut. Uh, you make him oh, love your man. No. Four. Oh, God, no more. Two. Wow. 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 Wow.
I, I'm retarded. I got six food. I'm a pretty girl. I'm pretty girl. Skipping to school with my books. Yippity doo. Yeah, I'm gay. I'm a dirty slut. He took it like a man, so did I. Your new queer friend, Chunks. I, I'm retarded. I got a problem with N people. I'm gonna touch a kid. My fingers smell pretty. Don't make me grab the chunkla. I'm lazy. Fat. I'm lazy. Fat. I forbid you to see that taco again. He's soft. I want the pole. No, I want the pole. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm like the uncoolest dude ever. You know, he took it like a man, so did I. He took it like a man, so did I. What's going on? New queer friend, Chunks. I forbid you to see that taco again! He's soft! <laughs> I'll be smacking my own! Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard. Step on them hard, kick him to the floor. Cause I... I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.